everybody. Welcome to the Comic Clowns Podcast. This is Bruce Ward, Chief Hoover. And Chris D. Forcer Vasquez. And welcome you all back and for another rousing edition of Podcast Talk. And I guess like at this point, we're just going to have some fun here. With me today, I got Chris Danielson. Hello. And Andrew Bully Bullheimer. Hey, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go with that, by the way. Uh, uh, whatever. And Don Cronus Macaluso. It's close enough. Wait, I what? know it is. What was that? It was. It's it's Connus, but yeah. Oh, it's Connus. I thought it was an R there. My apology. No, no, it's happened. My no, bad. I was talking about the last name, not that. <laughs> Macaluso. Yeah, he's Italian as fuck. Yeah. Mac- Macaluso. I'm not. Leads marinara sauce. How's the, how's Maca- the voice sound? Uh, Say that again, Macaluso. Sounds good. Oh, Mucus. <laughs> as Chris has a slight heart attack over name enunciation <laughs> at this sorry. point. Um, I never knew it. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, most people can't pronounce it. It's it's exactly how it looks, and everyone gets it wrong. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, this time around, uh, if you guys have not caught, didn't catch our last podcast, we talked about how gaming was under attack. That was two weeks ago. Once again, you can find that on Podbean you by searching our name, and you can also find us on iTunes and Google Play. So go ahead and search for us. Listen to us. Like I know a lot of people have so far, and it's been a really good time. Uh, share your pi- sound. Share your opinions on what's going on here. Um, as you know, the protocol for this podcast is we start out really serious and we just start talking, and then alcohol kicks in, and it's a fantastic time after that. So the, for the first hour, is incredibly uh, fun. So if any sponsorships, uh, people looking for sponsorships for alcohol, we will drink your alcohol through this cast. Without question. With, we are little whores like that. Uh, I'd like to give a shout-out <laughs> to Season Jane. They pay me, and I, I they drink it, the gin and yet, they pay me so. for it. Half, half Thor Bjornsen, and I like some of that vodka. There we go. <laughs> if you're all listening, that'd be fun. Uh, so, vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so, honestly, uh, this is probably... Uh, I mean, we're next week we'll, we'll be talking uh, boys in MCU. I wanted to talk that at some point. And also the uh, DC re- releases. That'll be next week. This week has been a cast that a lot of people, Chris has been wanting for years, that uh, honestly he's brought up to me several times and hasn't been done yet, uh, one that Tyler Winter was supposed to be here for, but he could not unfortunately make it, oh, well. and uh, one that Bird is sitting here going, I have two things to add to this whole conversation. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. I've got more than two. I've got a couple things I get to add here. Um, giant fucking robots and now i had one person bring that up to me for two seconds is like is he's like okay do you mean like really big robots or do you mean robots having sex because i was really confused on your terminology there i'm like it's about where you put the comma right (laughs) so uh well i let me go around the table really quick what and i'll start with uh bullheimer on this one because he's here what intrigues you about giant robots in general all right, so I actually discovered anime, like most people of my age bracket, on Toonami. And I had always enjoyed mechanical things. Anyone who knows me knows I have too many of said mechanical things. But you see giant robots beating the living piss out of each other and, like, blowing holes in fucking orbiting colonies? You get intrigued. And for me, the initial one was watching Gundam Wing. And then at about the same time I saw that, you know, you had the original Metal Gear Solid coming out, like Zone of the Enders, and then you just fall down the rabbit hole. Armored Core for me. Yeah. When it came to the video game yeah. genre. Um, Chris, what about you? I've seen your diverse collection of uh, 
Yeah, your diverse collection. We're just gonna stop there. Um, and uh, of, of robots, of, of fighting robots, not not what not fucking doing. robots. I know what I said. Um, so yes to I'm both of those things. Fucking robots. Really? Because I was gonna say, you know, for robots, I've seen your other collection, and robot titties are not one of those that are on there. Hey, give me time. I'll find I know. It. Now we now that Blimer has opened you to the new genre. <laughs> And Sonny is like, Hentai King, I have this taken care of. Here you go, guys. Go. Of course. <laughs> go on. Uh, so what was it for you? Power Rangers. Oh. That's a good one. The Megazord. Yeah. That, that, for me, that in my age, that, that's what got me into the big robot. Like, they are in a big robot. I must own this. I want to be part of that. Yeah. You, <laughs> knew, you knew in any episode of Power Rangers when, when the, the Zords came out. Shit was going down. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. That's not even true for any of us. It wasn't even like, it wasn't even the fantasy of robots. It was the fantasy of having four consistent friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It was, oh, come on. It was, it, it was me wanting to be in that <laughs> yeah, robot. It was a joke. Because trust me, Gundam Wing is more, more, is more towards it right there. It's four. It, it's four people, five people who are like, eh, we don't really like each other, but we have a similar goal right now, so. I prefer the Shuffle Alliance. This is the Shuffle Alliance. Oh, come on. G Gundam, come on. That was the good one right there. It's what we're trying to lean towards now, where if you never saw G Gundam, you instead of like pressing on controllers, you jumped into the robot, you got a spandex suit like a morphing ranger, and you controlled the actual punches on yeah, everything that was going on. Yeah, your actual movements were the robot's movements. It got it irritated me seeing the American one in a lumberjack freaking outfit. No, that was Canadian. Oh, that was the Canadian one. That was it. Yes, was okay. That was okay. That one made more sense then. Did it just squirt maple syrup? I only watched <laughs> of G Gundam. As much as I love most of the Gundam line, I was never a big fan, honestly, because we got a terrible, terrible dub of G Gundam. Yeah, we really <laughs> did, and that would hurt it so bad. <laughs> this hand of mine <laughs> with the Spock. <laughs> and, and when your finishing move is burning finger, you might want to go see a specialist about that. <laughs> oh, it gets better. His, it later becomes erupting burning fingers. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. You might not go to the ER right now. Right. But that was the English dub. In the uh, Japanese actual version, it's God fingers. Oh, all right. Erupting God fingers. I know they, they trimmed out a lot of like the devil Gundam stuff in there yeah. because of, oh my God, the U.S. hates the devils, by the way. Oh, no, they hated it in religious talk because the Gundams were known as God Gundam and Devil Gundam. Mm -hmm. That's why they changed it to burning and dark. Yeah. God, we get so much fucking bullshit in this country. No kidding. <laughs> uh, what about you, Bird? Which, one, which one's got you hooked? Or interested? You're not exactly hooked. I'm not exactly interested. <laughs> that's, where, that's where we go. That's fair. That's fair. You know I what? Mean, my, Eat chicken. <laughs> my first, uh, I guess, my first experience with giant robots. It was the Zoids game, Game Boy. Ooh, game. Zoids. Oh, there we go. There's a classic. Yeah. Which I I really liked that, and then I later found out that that's basically. An, I didn't I didn't know the RPG genre was a thing <laughs> until much later on in my life, so. I, I, it's kind of just this cut and paste same thing as every other one but it, that's my first experience with them and it just seemed neat the concept of having a giant robot animal that you pilot and shoot things sounds like Power Rangers <laughs> sounds like Pokemon but like more deadly kind of you, you assemble a team and you build your own zoids and then you, you can assign which pilots you have in them and that changes how well they fight, depending on which pilot you put in them. 
So, Power Rangers. <laughs> I've never watched that much Power Rangers. The last thing I remember from Power Rangers was purple goo. Ah, I have the news. Ah, <laughs> uh, the movie. Uh, I mean, we can't forget we can't forget about the old, the real OG, which is Voltron. Yeah. Oh yeah, Voltron. but if we want to go farther back, we got to go to Robotech. Yes, and, I haven't seen either. And if we want to go farther back, we got to go to Gundam, like where it started it all. Gundam is actually the originator. Yes, I believe it is. What 40th anniversary this year? Yes. My see, my favorite though with, with Robotech was if you've never seen Robotech, <laughs> uh, Robotech was like. How can we take like three things that everyone loves and just mix them into one? Which was one a, a robot that was a giant robot mech that could turn into a plane. Now, how can we make it awkward? We make it have a half form. So the half form was a half plane with arms and legs with a gun in its hand. Sounds like a transformer. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Which it was, and then it turned into the tall mech, and I sat there and I'm like, I don't understand. Like the half form, it just got to freak you out at that point, right? Yeah, right. So it went from uh, went from a m- mobile suit to mobile armor. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, Chris, <laughs> I asked everyone to come up with what what was their favorite things and like, uh, what was their favorite like giant uh, anime or video game or show. And just give us a quick rundown about why you liked it, and give us a quick like backstory on the actual uh, robots themselves. And uh, everyone did such a great job. And Don has colored in flashcards. Chris has the comprehensive guide to the time of Gundam. Oh yes, the uh, Gundam metaverse. The the metaverse, which is a word. Um, <laughs> it's yes. almost as complicated as a comic universe. It gets yeah. weird. This is actually more linear than a comic universe. Yeah, it gets it gets a little weird. <laughs> well, are we talking pre or post fifty two? <laughs> oh, you lost me there. And then uh, <clears throat> I know I want to talk on Big O, aka the anime Batman, um, with the greatest butler ever. It's a really good Alfred. Uh, it's the best version of Alfred. Oh yeah, well, Alfred. Give him a motorcycle and a rocket launcher. I thought the Mecha Maid was pretty cool. The Mecha Maid was good. Well, of course you did. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You don't make no, a podcast. There's robot Space titties. Balls? Huh? Uh, <laughs> and then and Bird here was going to teach me about Garen Lagan that I've never heard about. Garen Lagan. That's what I said. <laughs> um, he's going to explain that to me whenever he feels it's necessary or what he can and cannot remember. I mean, I, I remember most of it. Oh. Well, then we are in good shape. Uh, so, because I'm going to let the people with the flashcards go first so the people who <laughs> don't have them can keep drinking. And then when they get time to ramble it off, it gets really funny. So I will start with Digital Coco Incorporated CEO. <laughs> Mr. Don. Rambling Man himself. Contact him for all your printing needs and now offering t-shirts. Shilling? <laughs> We're shilling now? Yeah. Yeah, you guys all laugh. I got to cut him a royalty check for that. <laughs> Thanks. Well, it's, it's my cast. Where's my royalty check? <laughs> when we get it, you'll get it. Yeah. So, so I have. Yeah, you'll be waiting for a while. Uh, All right, so um, one that I spent a lot of time being engaged with, a a universe with giant fighting robots, uh, one of my favorites as a kid, was the Battletech slash MechWarrior series, and that's that's what I've got right here, some some pictures of some of my favorites, some of their armaments, I figured if we, if this devolved into a battle of who's the strongest, well... We gotta play some top trumps, right? You gotta come back with who's 
who's gonna win in the fight? And if we're gonna talk about so that, far, I'm gonna place my money on Voltron in the end. Oh, it's very possible. It, <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, we're 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 with the BattleTech universe. We're we're kind of grounding in a little bit of reality as much as you can with giant robots. Oh, but uh, who uses that's, reality? That was one of my favorites, and of course, there's the iconic uh, top of the list here, the Timber Wolf, also known as the Mad Cat. Uh, very versatile fighting machine. Standoff range. It's got medium engagement. It's got short-range defenses. All-around badass machine ready for combat. Uh, definitely takes the cake as one of my favorites. And an iconic robot shape from my childhood. Every time I see that, I can recognize it instantly. It's, it's just really cool. Looking. Looks like an assault chopper with legs. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Well, it's got a little bit of everything on it, just yeah. like just like say an, an Apache helicopter or something. You got your your long range, your short range, maybe a couple bombs on there. You got your main gun. It's just it's it's a flying tank, <laughs> and and so too the Timberwolf was a giant walking mass of destruction, ready ready to bring the pain to all those filthy <laughs> filthy clans out there. I'm sure it were Burgess went. Uh, keep going. Sounds like you're making a drink. Ah, that makes sense. What about you? What else you got? Well, I've got, I mean, I've got eight different, uh, mm-hmm. if you want me to go through eight different... Uh, How about quick synapses of all eight? Got here. Uh, <laughs> I mean, a, a number of them ranging, some of my other favorites, the, uh, the Dire Wolf, giant massive uh, assault mech, with basically, again, uh, everything to do some serious pain, big, heavy weapons, uh, long-range lasers, medium-range lasers, autocannons... Missiles. I mean, this thing packs it all. Uh, going through real quick, we've got uh, the Bushwhacker, another favorite. I know. <laughs> Sounds like a roast. Dirty sounding name. Wrestler. It's great. It's a little on the smaller side, but uh, hey, sometimes, sometimes small is okay. Don't. Never mind. Yeah, I'll just say uh, short syndrome over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that we're calling it. The, here's here's another great one. What do you what do you think What do you think of that baby right there? The uh, the Atlas. It's got a face that looks like death, so I, I'm on board. Yeah, the, Gladiator! The, the Atlas was designed uh, in that universe to just be massive and intimidating and hopefully scare off. Reminds me of that two man army game because of that face mask they had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, let's see, what else we got next here? Uh, Summoner, also known as Thor. Packing, packing some massive cannons on that baby. But, but, but no lightning. hammer, no hammer. Unfortunately, well, I didn't. I didn't give it the nickname. Does it at least have a static discharge? <laughs> uh, no, it's just got a massive auto can. Well, it's got a. Uh, it's got the ERPPC cannon. That's 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 kind of the same. It's a kinetic slash energy weapon. All right. Get like, drunk like a, and fight giants. I'll, I'll give it that. Does it what? Get drunk and fight giants. Uh, presumably you could, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to stop a, uh, a mech pilot from having a few before going into battle. I wouldn't blame them one bit. Uh, this is the man we need in command of this type of organization. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get in there sloshed? By all means, you're going to fuck some shit up. Just remember the Listen, battlefield if, is that way. If it's going to remove a little bit of fear and you're going to fight better because of it, yeah, why not? Go nuts. Uh, but take one of the less expensive mechs. Uh, maybe we leave you out of the summer and we put you in uh, the Kit Fox. Nice little, nice little lightweight, uh, little in and out quick um, type of fighter. Because you know you gotta have one thing. of those going with you. Need your artillery guy, a catapult. 
stand on stuff with your uh, rocket artillery and just level a battlefield from as far back as you can possibly get. Mm. Heavy arms, gun tank. Well, it, if, if you like, if you like heavy, then we go with the the Thanatos, because, I mean, come on, the size of that gun right there. Again, going back to the auto cannons, this is another heavy fighter. God of death reference right there. Yeah, this thing. I mean, I'm no joke. This thing is equipped with a lot. It's got lasers. Both regular and pulse. It's got missiles. And it also has anti-electronic warfare systems in it. So it's not going to sit there and get radar jammed or anything like that. And uh, it's got the, uh, the C3 system built into it, which links to other C3 mechs and ground vehicles to share lock-on and targeting information. So you get a, a nice scout up ahead of you. You get this thing... Behind a hill, lock on with the long-range missiles thanks to a little scout unit and just rain hell upon your enemies. So when you've got a group of these things all sharing targeting information, you are not escaping the range of those weapons. They are going to lock on to you with ten different guys and absolutely destroy you from a standoff distance. And if you get too close, well, then the lasers got you. Mm. So some devastating units there. And I, I love the versatility, and that's what... That's what attracted me to the Battletech MechWarrior universe. There is there is a little something for everybody. Whatever type of fighting you like to do, they've got a mech for it. I know everyone's like sitting here watching me do a lot of a lot of clicking <laughs> on the keyboard. And you guys can't see it on the podcast, but like I'm watching our my my, my uh, bit rate drop to like 300 and then spike to 12,000, <laughs> and I'm like, huh. <laughs> Wonder why it's doing that. Right. <laughs> so I'm trying to make sure I'm not losing any of this information on Twitch while we're talking. Because yeah. if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're gonna hear Don like, "This is the t- Thanatos." <laughs> it's gonna get really funny. At least on my end, it's gonna be hilarious. Uh, so that was a very like. This is like why we bring Don in here. I want to see him like do that like whole spiel again, drunk though. Like, this, this, this isn't the shit. And like the Thanatos. And, and this is the me Reaper just picking. Like my favorites. This uh, isn't even scratching the surface at the number of mechs, or even uh, going into some of the other robot-based fighting movies, TV, and video game series that I'm a fan of. So. Hello, viewers on uh, Twitch. Um, so I guess the question then goes to: uh, Did you watch the giant robot battle between America and Japan? I w- watched the lead-up, and I haven't seen the battle yet. Uh, I got a little disappointed when I heard they were taking the pilots out of the robots. We all were, but there was a lot of possible death in that. Yeah, and you know, not up or shut up. Fun, you right? sign a waiver. Exactly. Sign a wa- You sign a waiver. <laughs> you sign a waiver. You're next to him. Sign a waiver. I agree with his opinion. Get your ass in there and go for it. Well, the whole point was, of a mech battle. But I'm looking. At, I'm looking at these mechs, and I watched you. I mean, I I, I had over. I could. I was watching you on the screen, um, like. These seem like plausibly the closest to what we currently have. They're just on a like a more grandiose scale. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're so, talking things that I think clock in about fifty feet tall. Yeah, but I'm saying like if you look at, if you look at the models we had in that battle, which we sat here and live streamed, Comic Con's podcast, we we live stream weird things. Uh, it was it, we sat down here, we watched it, and we just kind of laughed, and it was like it was pretty close to what you had there. And they had like a, I think they put a cannon on one of them, and I'm like, that wasn't a bullet. It would have been more entertaining. Sure. I think they were shooting like gallons of paint. It was something. It was entertaining to watch, though. And unfortunately, they didn't walk. 
tank treads, and I believe the Japanese one was a weird like spider thing on the ass end of it. I would have to go back and watch it. It was. It's been a while. It was highly disappointing. If you want to ground mechs into reality, it really does make a lot more sense to have tank treads. It's just it's way more practical. I'll admit that too. As much as I love the Mech Warrior stuff, and uh, it's you need a stable platform. I mean, what's the one of the worst things that could happen to a mech is that that thing gets knocked over. If it's not a stable enough platform and it falls down, it's that's basically the end of the fight. Then you got Ed 209 from RoboCop where it's just sitting there with its feet up in the air in the stairwell. <laughs> there you go. Perfect example. You get that thing knocked back and it's going to have some trouble getting back up. Yeah. The, uh, the, I forget what they were called, but from Star Wars, the giant... The AT-ATs. Oh, yeah. The, yeah AT-ATs. AT-ATs, yeah. And the AT-ST's the smaller one. Yes, there's more. The AT-ATs had the advantage of being quadruped, so at least they had some stability there. You could still knock those things down. But it's a lot more stable of a platform on four legs than it is two. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's move over to... Do you, Bully, do you want uh, Chris to move into the Gundam universe, or do you want to start? You know, Chris has been waiting for this far longer than me, <laughs> so I'm going to let him have this one. I have enough other stuff I can talk about if he doesn't touch on what I was going to talk about. So unleash hell, Chris. Yeah, we're not going to unleash hell. Unleash heck. Unleash... Unleash hell, we've got like hours. I'm gonna unleash something. <laughs> I don't gotta be work till Monday. I got all the time in the fucking world. I just gotta drive a motorcycle in the morning. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Hey, he's gotta ride one home. Yeah. Alright. So, we're gonna jump off reality here and, you know, go into more fun. Oh, I didn't know we were grounding this in uh, fantasy. If we were talking fantasy, Max, then I would. <laughs> I was talking about the real world, Max. <laughs> well, you can. You the can real world, Max, to, suck. <laughs> you can adjust to see reality is over here and it sucks, so we just kind of go this way. Yeah. Sure. Which is how most of us think in general, anyway. Which here's so. the funny thing: like, if you keep going this direction, it gets like when it gets to him with you know Garen Lagan, it's just gonna get weirder. Yeah. It gets it's more more strange when it gets to him. Yeah, that's not. I mean, we want straight wrong. fantasy. I'll start quoting Escaflone. So. Oh, there you go. There we go. Oh, I miss that. And this is how a podcast becomes four hours long. <laughs> and that's what we're aiming for. Go on, Chris. Uh, really, honestly, man, uh, when it comes to mechs, I'm a huge fan of Gundam, the, the Mobile Suit Gundam series. And not just the original series. Every series almost that ever came out for it. And so before this cast took off today, I was like, you know what? I'm going to humor myself. Because I've always wondered about the timeline, seeing as I played the games and they had a converging effect. So, I'll, I got, I didn't say bored, but I got interested and I found the, made a comprehensive list of the Metaverse timeline. See, I'm not the only one making notes. Yeah, but this you, is worth watching. You rubbed on them. <laughs> <laughs> a Metaverse timeline of like how these Gundam series roll into each other. And it... Uh, agreed, Rosalind. Zoids is a fantastic one. Uh, Bird brought that up earlier in the beginning Zoids of this cast. Yeah, I found out, like, you know, see what? One, two, three, four, five, six, like almost ten different ones fall under the same uh, category for the same timeline, which would be known as the Universal Century, which is like the original Mobile Suit Gundam, which brought that on, you know, with Char Ansville, Amor Ray, and the introduction of the mobile armors and stuff like that. That's called a spin off. No. <laughs> Technically. Uh, the, well, he, he's talking about know, mechanical know, things in there. Like the spinoffs are later. He's <laughs> going to get to that in the list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Well, if you want to break this down to every spinoff, like, 
three of them are like within direct line of each other that roll into like four different spinoffs. Well, let's start. Which from the top comes one. back. <laughs> yeah, well, how many do you have on that list total? That looks like thirty. Uh, because they're just labeled in different uh, centuries. Yeah, if you will. You got the Universal Century, the uh, I know Dom Domini Century, the Advanced Generations, Future Century, After Colony, After War, Correct Century, Cosmic Error, Post Disaster, and Unnamed Timeline. Uh, my friend uh, Tony Freed, yes, from the, my old Navy buddy of mine, goes <coughs> uh, Gundam Universe equals greatest period, Mecha period of period all. Period, time, period. Debate over, podcast over. Let's get it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. All right, Tony. Thank you. We'll talk about the yeah, greatest mecha of all time. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll have that that's, debate that's later. That's a rough one. <laughs> I'll bring one in later that I can yeah, debate with just, this. Oh, this is going to get passionate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> we, t- we talk break out real steel with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Count as mecha? Yes, it does. <laughs> they are fighting with robots. They're not giant, but they're not <laughs> small. Robots. Yes, it is. <laughs> they licensed the property and didn't know what to do. <laughs> hey, Hugh Jackman works, needed a paycheck. There we go. We, f- we forgot about the greatest robot fighting ever, Rockham Zockham Robots. No, oh, yeah. Robot Jocks, which was real steel back in the 80s. You know, I was going to bring that up earlier. <laughs> I used to watch that movie with a friend of mine, uh, my next-door neighbor. His, his dad had the movie collection to rival a video rental store. And that was a movie that they had, and we wore that VHS tape out watching it so many times. Because, hey, robots, I, to this day, have probably seen that movie... 30 times when I was a kid, and I can't tell you a single thing about the plot of that movie. (laughs) Now, here's the caveat. I don't know if it's because it's been that long since I've seen it, or if I was too young to understand it, or if it genuinely, genuinely had no plot going for it. Uh, Was it a pretty decent movie, though, if you want mindless entertainment? I can't can't tell which one you're talking about. Are you talking about real steel or what he just said? Robot jocks. <laughs> Robot jocks. Which one are we talking jocks about? Jocks spelled with an X, if I'm not mistaken. Because it was extreme. Right. <laughs> extreme. Extreme. All right. So, extreme dinosaurs. All right, Chris, you have your entire list there. Yeah. Uh, just, just run through, in order, the names of each gun. You just named the timelines there, right? You didn't name I got the timelines and the show that correspond with them. Name, in order, every Gundam series... Every Gundam series, go. You got it. From memory. All right, here we go. Yeah, real steel. It was mindless, yeah. We're going to start off with the Universe Century, the one that started it all. We have Mobile Suit Gundam. Wait, time out. Do you have years next to these, or...? Uh, not really. He's got them sorted by time. It wasn't an APA format. I'm done. Done. No, I gotta, I gotta teach him about those. You really want me? I, you really <laughs> want me to? I can. It's not double space. <laughs> yeah, that's just single space, motherfucker. No, no, he went the other <laughs> one from the last. You, you people still use that thing? <laughs> it's, for, it's for design reasons. I'm, I'm thinking like a designer. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead, Chris. You're, You're a college student. <laughs> Go on. All right, you have Mobile Suit Gundam, Eighth Mobile Suit Team, very good. Double O Eighty War in Pocket. Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt, 0083 Stardust Memory, Mobile Suit Gun- Zeta Gundam, Gun- uh, Double Zeta, Mobile Suit Gundam Shars Counterattack, uh, Gundam Unicorn, Twilight Access, Gundam F91, Victory Gundam, and the last one in that you know, uh, uh, timeline is G Savior, which was a 
live action C- live action with terrible terrible CGI and poor acting which has been rated possibly the worst thing that ever came out for Gundams and that it should be avoided at all costs. I have never watched it and don't plan on it. Yeah. And I've heard of one of those you just mentioned. <laughs> yes. But no, I got I got like four or five on that one. <laughs> I've then, watched a good 30 to 45% of those. Then you have the After War, which was After War Gundam X. Then you move into the Cosmic Era. Which was Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, Seed Astray, OVA, Gundam Seed Destiny, and Gundam Seed Stargazer. Oh, Got now, that entire timeline. I, now I understand why there's so many different variations of Gundam because of all this Gundam Seed getting thrown around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Gundam Seed land, and the next thing you know, you got more robots everywhere. If you build Gunpla, there's just parts everywhere. Rosalind, no, Pacific Rim has not been talked about yet. We will get to Pacific Rim. Oh, we will oh get we're there. getting there. Come back in hour three for Pacific Rim. <laughs> we'll get to the Pacific Rim job. <laughs> then, we, then we jump into the unnamed timeline, which was the uh, Gunpla, which is the uh, Gundam Builders, you know, mm-hmm. kid, where everything, everything about Gundams was pretty much turned into, you know, hey, we're going to build it and make a show out of that. With people building the models. That was the merchandising generation. Yes. I'm going to touch on something a little bit later that it's merchandising with robot shows, but continue. Because, you know, everyone just loves building robots, so that's what that show came about. Then you have the uh, AD timeline, which produced the uh, Gundam 00, which was the, uh, if anyone's ever seen that, you have the uh, 00 Riser Gundam. And I got to look more into that to explain that. Secret agent generation? No. Then you have Advanced Generation, which was, I think, another spinoff of the uh, Gunpla building. We still haven't even hit Gundam Wing yet. Like, that's just how far away I am. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, these are not in chronological release order. These are in timeline order. Oh, no, they are in chronological release order in their century. Well, I know in their century, but the centuries, they kind of... Gundam kind of just shoots shit out there in yes. different timelines to get it. As some a good fighting machine should. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Then you have Future Century, which was the mobile fighter G Gundam. Then you have After Colony, which was Gundam Wing and Gundam Wing Endless Waltz. Wait, wait. G Gundam came before, like, chronologically? Mm, I wouldn't say chronologically. You just said that, though. Like, no, no, no. I said, the, I said in their century, they're chronological. As for, as I have it written, that's not chronological. Oh, that's what I was asking for. I wanted chronological. <laughs> I wanted, like, chronological, which would happen. Because like? if that was the case, it would go... Uh, no, no, don't do all that. Keep yeah, going I order. <laughs> yeah, then you got, after Endless Waltz, then you got Correct Century, which was the turn A, which is actually loose. All the other Gundam shows were actually loosely based to build that one. And then you have the most current one, which is uh, Post-Disaster for the Iron-Blooded Orphans Gundam. You did forget one on there, which most people do. The SD Gundam show. There it is! The super deformed line. Yeah. Where it's a giant head and a little, little body. body. <laughs> which was the answer to the pocket fighters from Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which were the gem with pocket fighters, pocket fighters too. And uh, right here, the, a mecha cartoon designed to sell merchandise was Transformers. Yep. Yes. There's, and there's Gundam, one. Go Gundam goes hard on the merchandising. If you like to build models, that's where I went from, oh, this is cool to... Oh, dear Lord, I need all of these things. Yes. <laughs> P- Bruce has seen my house. Yeah. yeah. So there there was another one, another show, based around fighting robots, well, more like robot suits, uh, that was also intended to sell merchandise that very few people have heard about. We were talking about this briefly mm. earlier. Exo Squad. Ah. 
It was an incredibly mature show for something that was really a toy commercial. They really... It's like the creators looked at that and said, all right, you're going to pay us to make a toy commercial? Well, all right, we're going to make a good show out of this. You mean thing. Transformers? We, we, don't, <laughs> we don't talk about Chibi Gundam Fun Time Splash, also known as SD Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that Tony, statement. Tony, I wish I would have discorded you in for this. The, um, the only time I've ever heard of uh, the SD Gundams is one day we're doing the uh, uh, a parody of the uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms time period. That actually sounds pretty interesting. Yes. It was around for a while. I don't think, I don't know how long it lasted. I saw like the first episode and gave up. Mm. I think I saw the first episode of that as well. Mecca with the Three Kingdoms. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw like the first episode and then just never picked it back up. Well, here's the thing about, you gotta understand about this, this, this group right here in particular. Like the Romance of the Three Kingdoms gave us like nine to ten fantastic games. I would say eight. Well, I'm, I got, I'm adding Extreme Legends and oh, things okay, like that cool. in there, too. Like uh, which was the Dynasty Warriors series, which oh. which they came out with the latest one, and it had such potential, and they fucked it up. Oh, they destroyed uh, it. But, uh, it's like they didn't give a shit about their series anymore. Yeah, they messed that up. and But it's it like, was you such fanbase. a good... Th- You're the only warrior who ate his Wheaties that morning. Oh, my Lord. And then they came out with the, <laughs> with the, with the uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam, which was just fun. Because that's where I heard about most of my Gundams at that point was like, huh, I have no idea who half these people are, but those are giant lasers. So I'm in. <laughs> and then you could walk in space. And that <laughs> in the first one, they screwed that up. They, they, they put like the bottom of the well of the space zone. You don't just hover over it. You and you just walk over it. Which yeah. Is, Good job, game. Good job. Which is a shame because everyone knows the only thing that can make giant fighting robots better is flying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you, you got your wing Gundam, you got your Epion, hmm? you got your Sea Destiny, your Freedom. My yep. bad, Strike Freedom. Strike Freedom. You, you get into some Zone of Enders there, talking oh, yeah. about flying around and, as a giant robot. The Jehudi. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but you'll get corrected by somebody in chat. I bet. Um, it's fine. Hello, everyone. I am uh, but a humble redneck. Uh, so we got fantasy here. Now everyone here's watched some Gundam. And I guess we'll run down the uh, list of everyone's favorite Gundam. And uh, I'm the Edge Lord first. Death Scythe, custom for that matter. The Dual Scythe. I, I don't know exactly what made the Dual Scythe more scary than the original. Well, like the, the original, original one, one got blown to hell as a publicity yes. stunt by Oz. Yes, so they made that one. Well, they, they they blew up all of them. Well, All the originals got blown up, and they made brand new ones for the movie, for Endless Waltz. Well, no, they blew them up in the series, Yeah, and some of them were not completely destroyed. Like, Heavy Arms never really got fucked in the yeah. ass like the rest of them. He just got dual Gatlings in space mobility. Like, this so. was cool because he, he, was, uh, he had the space dampeners. Mm-hmm. He had the radar dampeners originally, and the wings just added, like, more radar-ish. And it was just cool because it would just, like, pop up behind you with giant wings and then slice you in half. And it's like, you look at life and you're like, ha, scythes aren't practical weapons. And then you see cool scythe shit happen and you're like, yeah. I, I, I will go into battle carrying a scythe for the aesthetic alone. Yep, and I have on several D&D games. And uh, you know, honestly, I think one of my favorite things about uh, Gundam Wing that I found out about was they drop a lot of references of Wizard of Oz in that sh- throughout the whole entire series. And, and uh, Tony, if you were actually here at the beginning of this conversation, I already brought up Armored Core. 
I'm right there with you, buddy. He's yeah. one of the people that we did the freaking league. I was talking about before. I did a league, like a tournament league of uh, Armored Core on my ship when we were underway. And Tony, uh, my friend Tony Freed here, was one of the people that I did it with. And uh, I was watching Naruto at the time, and I was just screwing around. And I'm like, I wonder if I can make Sasuke in this game. So my mech had nothing but the highest boost capacity out of everything and one charge sword. <laughs> and that was the whole thing. And it forced me to get good at maneuvering just to kill somebody in one hit. <laughs> and if you like that kind of stuff, uh, here's a game you may not have heard of that you may want to check out if... Uh if you want to try something that's a little more involved in preparation, uh, a lone game called Carnage Heart. PlayStation 1 game where you don't directly control your robots. You build them, and then you program them. And then let them loose and hope you programmed it right. All right Fun so little challenge. I'm, I'm just doing this because we're about to get full drunk at this point. Uh, so let's go down. Let's sit, since, yep. since I did... Um, since I did, did my first gun, I did my Gundam first, so uh, so he couldn't take it, uh, just in case. Uh, Don, you've heard the Gundams. The Gundam series, uh, the Gundam series you've seen, which one's your favorite? Uh, well, if we're going purely based on the ones I've seen, uh, it's the one with the stuff on it. Oh, Have you watched so any Gundam show? the part where I admit that no, I haven't. Okay, uh, so do you know any Gundams in general besides the original? I couldn't tell you the names. I've seen a ton of them. I, I respect the hell out of the aesthetic design of the Gundams. I like what they're made for. I just couldn't tell you anything about them. As I said, my, my robots came from ExoSquad and MechWarrior and uh, Robot Jocks. I want you to take this if, list. If anybody, and you're going to watch every goddamn series on here. In chat, go ahead and just go ahead and throw out your guys' and each, favorite uh, Gundams each as well Gundam series so we know what's going on. has 50 episodes apiece. Can, can, I, can, can we pretend that uh, Metal Gear Rex is a Gundam? No. <laughs> we, we will touch on Metal Gear because... Because oh, um, <laughs> Bullheimer likes to touch on things. <laughs> yes, I do. It is a problem. Um, but go ahead. Who's your favorite Gundam bully? Um... I'm honestly going to go with the first series, and I got to go the Wing Zero Custom from Endless Waltz. Okay. You know, when the gun is as big as the giant robot <laughs> carrying it, and you can blast through basically anything with said cannon, and the fact that it has a system that will literally drive you insane while driving it. That, that, well, let's say one thing. One Wing, that, Wing Zero has probably one of my favorite scenes in like a movie, like anime movie. Aside from All Might's like peck pop of, peck pop of doom <laughs> at the end there, but like when he does, uh, when he goes, I will be firing upon your station. In yes, the, you have a chance to surrender, and they go fire on if you wish. This it's all futile. You won't make a scratch. Roger that. And literally, just they turn off. They go, and the whole room goes. Wait, what? And he fires on them, and he hits the one spot, then fires again, hits the exact same. He's like, he keeps firing. He's useless. Like, nope, he keeps hitting the same exact spot to a centimeter, and it's destroying a foundation. And then he just completely, with one arm, destroys the entire, like, well, In area. that third shot, he goes, moves a little bit to the left because he realizes his wafu, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> wafu! His waffle! His waffle! <laughs> <laughs> he just moves a little bit over and at this point the thing is pretty fucking trashed and you know gun blows up he blows up he still shows up to do some goddamn work when he gets in there yeah he fell we... from the goddamn sky gundam destroyed walks in and still shows up ready to do work 
Hero Yu is probably one of the most BA soldier characters you'll ever see. Actually, oh, yes. that was the response that we just put right there. Proof that Hero Yui is just a war veteran that stopped giving fucks. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I will say I, I like the uh, the Zero as much as I did for the fact of the madness that it, it causes the pilot. The Zero, the zero system. Yes, the Zero system. Because remember, the Zero system was put in Epion as well. Exactly, but it was ripped off of the original Zero. Well, of course. And M- then... Much like the original Wing Gundam was ripped off of the Talgis frame design oh good old tall geese 2.0 one of my favorites one two and three are all good oh, three's got to be three got the heat sword yeah three was great well the heat whip well it was but... epion mixed with tall yeah. geese well anyway i i liked it so much that i it named was a dragon mixed drag with car zero so there you go and that car it didn't kill me it came close but <laughs> chris what you got uh for me i honestly was at one point the burning gundam like i just wasn't just enjoyed that series. I enjoyed it because it was a lot of just straight up melee beat your opponent up senseless. And then I, you know, watched Gundam Seed and I honestly fell in love with the superior firepower of the uh, Strike Freedom Gundam. So those are honestly got my two favorites. I can't really choose between either one of them. Yes. Or in general. Or what you've watched of any Gundam series. I, I, that depends on what you consider Gundam. No, anything that says Gundam on it. Yeah. Oh, if it's anything that says Gundam on it, oh. I've never watched. Outstanding. I'm not the take only one. Well, I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to assume, Don, yours is the Second Amendment Gundam. A.K.A. <laughs> a- a- heavy Arms. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> which is nothing but guns with, uh, depending on which one you're going at, either two to four Gatling guns, yeah. rockets in his chest, Rockets in his legs, and his, no. There's two more Gatling guns in the chest, uh, and then no. more rockets, and then when everything else fails, fucking machete. Yeah, he pulled out. He got that at the very end here. He's like, oh, oh lose my arm. I got a machete now. Like, yeah. when'd you get that? So, <laughs> sounds a lot like the Atlas from Mech Warrior, Salmon. So <laughs> like, what was that one? That's the Second Amendment gun. I don't give a shit what you say. I think <laughs> that guy didn't have any close arms. He's like, which was really funny about that character, uh, Troa Barton, is uh. He came off of Clint Barton, who grew up in a... Uh, they both Circus. grew up in circuses. Mm-hmm. And he was the most nimble, noble creature out of all of them. And he's like, I can dance. I can fly through the air. But I'm just going to shoot the shit out of you. Because I'm like, lazy. The best combo he was like of super that is... unhappy and apathetic about everything. Which was you every see... character except for Duo Maxwell. Who yes. who literally... Duo Maxwell piloted that Death Scythe one. The, the God dark, of Death the God had of death, a sense the, of humor. He's the <laughs> only one with a sense of fucking humor out of the whole damn thing. Yes. The entire conversation line between him and Hero when they meet in, I believe, episodes like three to five... He's like, you need to lighten the fuck up. You're the god of death. Then he had a, his scythe could light up underwater. It's how hot it was. I'm like, wait, what? Hold on, time out. We're so confused on a lot of things right now. Fuck you, science. <laughs> physics talking, be damned. This looks when cool. We're talking giant robots. Physics really just don't need to come into play. No, not at all. Hi. Bird, let's, let's move away from. Uh, let's move away from it for a second. And let's move on to no no we get more spewers when the doggos get on stream. Um, when we let's go ahead and move away from Gundam for a moment because we could spend hours on Gundam alone. Oh yeah uh, yeah. yeah based on that list. I, I was gonna bring props, but let's I just, just go ahead and to. go to gear on gear and uh, gear and log on, and you can I explain to me what the hell it is. Zero sitting in my cabinet, I'm like I want to bring it, but I'm afraid it's gonna break if I move it. Oh, I, I have my. All right, go ahead, Bird. Tell us. I have my. Uh, 
fighter uh, in Well, before Star I freedom. get into that, I did remember another anime I want to get the that perfect grade straight freedom giant that fighting robots. Oh, like oh. Guys, Sorry. But, oh, I said that uh, before I get into Gurren Lagann, I do remember, I just remembered a uh, another anime I watched that involved giant fighting robots. I don't know if any of you have seen it. It's called Gun X Sword. Yes. Have not. I've it's, seen it. The plot of it is essentially Kill Bill, except it's a guy instead of a girl. That's the main character. Yeah. And, and I, he has no sense of taste. When he orders food, he puts every single condiment on there. I don't remember giant robots in Kill Bill. It no, would have been I better. Meant the plot. Like, what his driving fact, driving motivation is, is just, it's Kill Bill. Sure. Uh, Jenny's trying to get the dog in the frame. Keep going. Uh, as far as... <laughs> Gurren Lagann, it's one of the one of the silliest, but also has like one of, some of the most serious moments of any anime I've ever watched. Because uh, the basic the, the overall premise is really out there. Essentially, there's some other universe that's decided that our universe is going to destroy itself, so they have to stop it by like... locking humans underground. Oh. And then one of them finds. This tiny little, they call him Gunman, uh, name that they name Logon. It's yeah. it's straight, literally straight about point, right? <laughs> it's literally about the the height of me, with just a giant face and tiny arms and legs. That can, for some reason, it's run on willpower and determination. It's a Green Lantern. Kind so, of, yeah, yeah, who would want to run on those qualities? No, but certainly like, not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> but uh, the, the the thing I was gonna say, if for some reason it can <clears throat> hook into and control the bigger uh uh gunmen and like upgrade so, them when it does that. So we've got some like gunception going on here. Yeah, it like the sounds like some Mega Man shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, they like hook it onto another one. Literally, just take it, turns into a drill. They shove it in top of on top of it and they merge together and it becomes an upgraded version and then later on they shove that into a giant warship one and it becomes an upgraded version and later on they shove that into an even bigger one the size of a planet and it becomes an upgraded one and then they're fighting the stars at the tail end of it and it really gets absurd very fast you know dog we heard Pretty you like sure some you guns so we put some gun in your gun Pretty sure you exactly. got absurd the moment you said it upgrades to upgrades to upgrades. Right. Yeah. Heard you like an upgrade. So I'm going to give you an upgrade upon your upgrade. It's a robot mecha version of a matrioshka doll. Well, we may Robot I... mecha fucking pimp my ride. Yeah. Well, I will say this then. Let's go ahead and take this very second to go ahead and bring back the uh, Comic Clowns Anime Club. And uh, let's make that the first one. Because uh, I have got to see this to no, understand. Just I don't want to watch it. I've known of this ridiculousness like it. for a while. It's uh, from what I've heard, it, it gets a bit hard to watch in points. It gets a little <laughs> plotting, but eh, most of the Gundam series can kind of get that way a little slowed down and all all talking no about giant robots fighting and more about this weird group of people who somehow end up together. Indeed, but I need to give it a chance just for the. The gun on, gun on, gun on, gun on, gun. Upgrade! Well, actually, then, let's change that up really quick. Uh, we'll actually talk about the anime club at the very end, then, because there's actually one I want to do for because of the se next season coming out very shortly. 
So and someday I'd like to throw a recommendation into that. Of too. course, trust me. This will be like a monthly thing. Get a month watch. We come back and talk about it. It's what we used to do back in the day. It's something I want to bring back, just like the horrible movie tournament, uh, which will be returning very shortly. <laughs> hints, hints. Must be returning very shortly to our t- to to our cast, and it'll be another fantastic time. I guess it's my turn to talk about whatever ridiculous anime with a mech in it that I did, which was chosen by Big O, because it has oh, one of my yeah. favorite lines in it. People are not ruled by their memories. My wife, if she was down here, would say trauma cares to speak otherwise. Uh, <laughs> I've heard at least on that one, but it's absolutely true. Uh, they they believe that uh, in that show, people forty years prior to the show starting had uh, the anime starting have lost all their memories and uh, only certain people actually retain them and they're trying to find them back and it follows the uh, I can remember the guy's name I had it and I Roger lost Smith it. thank you Roger Smith it's such a generic ass name I forgot it yeah. it's not like uh, Tokido 5 it's not, it's not some bullshit um, he uh, pretty much is an investigator people hire him and he makes a hell of a living because that car is oh dear ridiculous. lord I was going to mention it if you didn't it was the Batmobile, but done up in like a '60s noir style. Which, which he still wears one of the best suits. I mean, anybody who listens to this takes up like a moment, and you get a moment. Look up Roger Smith. His suit, I want to find just to wear. It's just Not amazing. Even look up, just just watch Big O. I believe it's only two fucking seasons. Yes, just watch it. It is amazing. And can we talk really about is. the hammer coming out punch? The piston. It was yes. the piston. Yes. It's the piston punch. Uh, it uh, was one of his finishing moves. So pretty much uh, Big O, when it came to most of the uh, things, he was a very, he was much, there was many more, uh, I can't remember the names of them now. I had it all written down like two minutes ago at work and I forgot my laptop there. Uh, you forgot your list. You got to print notes like Donnie. <laughs> Screw that shit. Give him about 13 <laughs> seconds to get my page up. So uh, that's 13 Megaduce. Seconds. Oh, oh. Uh, they're called Megaduces. Mm-hmm. I've taken one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had one of those <laughs> everyone's today. had ma- everyone's had a Megaduce in their day. <laughs> um, but uh, they, they're they're robots, and like well, Roger Smith had like no idea where the hell. They, no one knows what they, 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 at the beginning of the show, and I'm not going to ruin the ending. So go watch it yourself. Honestly, they didn't really know where they came from, um, and the idea is that they're actually like they try to hint towards that it's actually they're actually sentient in a form. Um, and it, it, it's, uh, pretty cool. Like, because like one of his moves is he, big O is just the tankiest one. And it, it is called big O and he goes, big O it's showtime. And literally yells into his watch like a power ranger. And no matter he's where he's at smart watch ever. Yeah, really? He does. Like, uh, I'm disappointed that his catchphrase wasn't it's time for the big O. No, that's what he yells to his robot. Android butler. Right. <laughs> which, which, his, his waffle butler. <laughs> I'm not good on all the terms, damn it. I'm just a humble redneck who likes anime. I think the word looking for is waifu. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know what I meant to say, but my mouth says something else. So. Waffles works. I'm okay with it's, waffles. It's, so, it's like a wife. So it's really strange with Big O because I, I wanted to get more into it because I want to go read back and re- go back and rewatch it because like as soon as he gets into Big O, uh, he yells into a watch and and it, somehow magically no one sends it okay it's on a train underneath the ground and it just shows up and at some points it actually has shown up on its own to save his butt mm-hmm. uh, and he as soon as he gets in it's a really cool thing uh, it says cast in the name of God and as soon as he sits down ye not guilty and it, it says like a huge thing about him and and it's 
that that's where people start believing that that's the way of it telling it that he, it has chose him and it's big move it has huge just plate armor on its arms uh, which he uses to defend goddamn Popeye forearms so yeah really as soon as he goes to punch you though his final maneuver aside from the plasma cannon that he has in his chest and everything else but that comes like but that's at the very end though that comes with but his major one is he has his giant ass pistons out of, out of his elbows like huge things so they cock back and he's sitting in and he's got uh, some really cool like just like, pretty much fly machines from the gym so he never skips chest day when he's in this bitch <laughs> uh, and he slings it in he hits you with it the punch hits you it lifts you up he hits a button and the piston just slams it and just adds and just blows out the back of the machine and the reason another reason they brought this up and um was that these mega deuces there's more than one um they start explaining in the series where they came from what they do know about them and like i said get into this one because it was a very recent series like 2000s that this came yeah. out oh yeah so it, this it is got its second season i believe because of toonami yeah toonami people clamored for it because it didn't have a so like the very ending on it was one of the things i will like i won't like ruin it for you but like because they got the whole fight and everything else was like it, it, apparently one of the megadus's biggest thing was uh they could take a apparatus that was inside of it and it could attach to your back. It would attach it would it would surge into your spine and at that moment you would become one with the Megadus and you guys would become one being. Now, once that's done, there's no undoing that. You are now that giant robot. And he actually you can tell he has the rapport with it. As it comes down, he goes, uh, he looks at it and he goes, Is this what you really want? Because I've always been there for you. I'm never going anywhere, and you've always been there for me. If that this is not what I want, is this what you want? And the thing actually just stops. And then it goes back up. He goes, That's my decision too. And they just go to fucking town. Ham shit at the end. And it's really good. I say go watch it. It has some good investigation work. It's like Cowboy Bebop in that respect. Like he it does has more actual greatest detectiving than Batman does most of the time. It's effectively the very ending of it. Like, each episode, it turns into, like, it's Power Rangers at, like, and it's like any anime. It's like, okay, we have these really cool, like, exciting scenes, but the end's a giant fucking fight, and that's what I can't wait to watch. And it's just like Batman with the fact that the police can't touch him. And the police sometimes call him. So, it's a pretty cool, like, it's a really good series. He does have a badass car. We have big host sponsored by Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we we do have to talk about the Butler before we end the book. Uh, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop that. Go ahead and you go on on about the Butler. I'll so the Butler is the Alfred that we deserve. This man maintains the car, maintains the Megadeuce. I can only imagine the plunger involved. Right. <laughs> and when needed, i.e., when our main character roger smith is in trouble he shows up on a motorcycle with a sidecar and a motherfucking rocket launcher yeah he doesn't fuck around like no no he is the greatest version of alfred who has ever existed that, that's a butler you give a good christmas bonus to that is a buffler butler that you buffler. will the estate to a buffler to right uh, yeah in your will like yeah, how old he was you're gonna die should waffle him up right away. <laughs> <laughs> My stuttering is apparently even more prevalent tonight than normal. So, uh, let's see here. There was, um, okay, sorry. Okay, nothing important. You got it. Nothing important. Good. Uh, right. Positive. I'm fucking fantastic. Uh, <laughs> well, we gotta talk about one of the mechs that. Uh, there's a couple of mechs actually that I would let, I want to bring up. I just gotta remember that it, I'm drinking, so I remember the I gotta remember the order. We gotta remember, like, the one of the biggest mechs and robots out there. Uh, 
The Iron Giant. Yeah. Disney's the Iron Giant, ladies and gentlemen. Also, be the best acting that Vin Diesel has ever done in his career. Oh, come on, Groot. I don't know. He only what? had to say three words. Well, hang he on, had more he... emotion in Iron Giant. I know. He had to hand it to him, though, doing the voice of Groot. Not only did he wear stilts to get the height, just to get <laughs> into character, he's in a sound stage. He's in a, a recording booth, and he's still, still wearing the stilts just to get into character a bit. And every single line uttered by Groot in those movies was individually recorded. They did not reuse a single line. Yeah, because he especially like they paid my him bad. enough. For he it. did four right. long. He did four words because you forgot to. He did say we one time. Yeah. But are... yeah, well, yeah, five man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. So what? you got you got at least hand him. He did hand five lines. Back, okay. Yeah. Iron Giant. Yeah. But Iron Giant was fantastic. If you have never watched Iron Giant, good Fred, you are. It is a fantastic. It is a great family film. Um, and, and it's very heart wrenching. It is very, very cinematic. Please go in and go watch it. It's about a kid and his giant robot, which is what we all really wanted. Right. If that's not enough to sell you on it, then the kid gets a pet robot basically, and this kid unfortunately is named Hogarth, <laughs> so he could really yeah. use he a could pet use robot. a giant <laughs> robot at that point. That's that's someone who's getting stuffed into a few lockers at school. He was not a large child either. He was he was quite tiny. Oh and and a good uh, good bit of allegory for the for the uh, the Cold War. So, oh, it was. Yeah. So you get a little uh, you get a little history lesson there too, kind of. <laughs> we can oh. just keep the circle of topics going because I have more. Oh, and then, then you're up. All right. Yeah. What else you got? What else? What else you want to add to this? Alright, since they actually recently dropped it all on uh, Netflix, Evangelion. A show that I have watched multiple Ooh. times and still have no fucking clue what happened. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. The response to Iron Giant, it's Breach of Terabithia, but with giant robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. great response. Uh, but yes, go ahead, uh, go ahead. So, uh, so I, I recently Evangelion. Just, I, I recently just finished binging Evangelion, because once again, I watched it when it was on cartoons mm-hmm. back in the day and watch it again guess it's a redub um i don't remember the series enough originally to have a opinion on plus versus negative of the voice acting cast but that show is goddamn weird but amazing in so many senses i feel like so, that description fits most anime it's, it's got some really dark moments well, in there too you go expecting your standard giant robot show but then what you get is a giant, whatever the fuck this thing is, human type thing, wearing armor that someone sits in and sinks with on a mental level and fights other things. And if your sink rate falls below a certain point, the robot takes over and goes affectionately what they call berserk, as seen in episode one. Or, you know, the giant mouth opens and it just goes into a fucking blood rage and owns all. And it gets progressively weirder from there. <laughs> progressively weirder from there? Not Toward wrong. the fact that when you watch the uh, the movie, it's even just like, I have to watch this again because I have no clue what the hell just happened. All right. Chris, you got anything to add? Not with that. Not to that, no. <laughs> no, I, no, no. We got even Galleon. I mean, oh, well, let's go on to other shows. Oh, well, other shows, yeah. Then you got, uh, got another, like, like early to late '90s one called uh, Dual Parallel Universe, uh, not Universe, but it's essentially uh, this uh, 
kid find finds a way to a parallel universe compared to his own. Because that certain like throughout the first episode, you see random comparisons and like, okay, why are they doing this? Okay, I understand now. They're just showing you how certain scenes played out in certain ways on both sides of the war, uh, the universe. So and it's just how he ends up from one universe to another where oh, a whole lot of shit's different because throughout his timeline, where on his universe. He's uh, he ra- randomly imagines f- robots fighting each other, and everyone he thinks he's crazy and you know very creative because he starts writing he starts writing down what he sees as stories, then somehow ends up flipping over to that universe where the robots are actually existing, and then it just goes mm, okay we're back to a convergence of both worlds. <laughs> Then you have another anime, um, Code Geass. It's really not mecha heavy, but the mechs are there to actually just help move the plot line, which I thought was pretty cool. And their mech suits, aside from the basic little armors they have, the like the actual custom mechs, like the Knights of Round, the Knights of Zero, the one Colin, the red one that Colin runs, they're actually really great mobile suits in a way. I thought those were pretty cool. All right. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get my friend Tony uh-huh. on Discord really quick. Because I want him to explain Escaflone. Sure. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get him on here. Ah, oh, no. We need you for Escaflone, Tony. You're not, allowed, <laughs> you're not allowed to save a wicked cough. I don't care. You're going to come on anyways. Let's go. Uh, cause I, I don't know, I, I watched Escaflone for a while and I don't remember enough about it to, yeah, same. to even talk about it right now. I can explain Gun X Sword. Do that. Gun X Sword. So like I said, the main, main character, his, his, uh, motivation is essentially kill Bill. Some guy killed his fiance on the day of their wedding, left him for dead. He didn't die. He's going after said person and killing anyone who's who can who was in any way connected uh what's weird about it is like so there are mechas and they are on a planet that is essentially australia in that it was just like oh here's this desert planet let's just dump all our prisoners there and oh it became a it's a functioning planet now Eh, whatever and so there are only seven mechas or seven rope giant robots mechas whatever in the actual anime, and they were originally the, like, security force of this prison planet, and his is named Dan of Thursday, because they all have a name and a date, or a day of the week, related to them. And the way he calls it, because it's in a satellite floating above the planet, the way he calls it is he has a sword that he wears as a belt. It, like, he pushes, he grips the handle pulls it out, it electrifies it into a solid sword. Mm-hmm. And then he does some weird motion with it, and it calls... It signals to the satellite to just shoot the robot down. And it doesn't have, like, controls. It's kind of the concept of he puts the sword down in this weird ethereal thing inside of it and just controls it with his mind, and that's how he fights. And it only really comes into play when he's fighting other people 
who also control the different ones that are part of like the bad guys group because they all view him as some sort of weird crazy prophet but uh he also heals by being inside it so and like like he said he has this like terrible sense of taste because he any food you give him he will make sure he puts every condiment you have like an entire bottle of ketchup mustard ranch anything you give him on top of it well ranch on everything is a great idea but like, that's how you clean your car in the trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> Just sprinkle it on there and it gets licked clean by morning. Exactly. Jeez. This friend just lays here and I want Dinner. ranch. I just keep thinking of how... But doesn't he have like a eat. small follower or something with him? Like Yeah, he ends up like some... This girl tags along with him because she's... They're begging him to save his, her uh, village... And I guess, oh, the village, there are other mechs because the village guy, the guy, the bandit leader is in possession of one. Like this gambling one. Yeah. It's literally just a mech version of a casino. You really, yeah. It's like a slots thing. Yeah. Which is still worlds less absurd than some of the mechs that show up in Gurren Lagann. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was re-watching it earlier, and one of the ones that I had forgotten about is literally a... It's a bathhouse that they use to capture women to give as tributes to this one... to the, the leader of the Beastmen. I'm not joking in yeah, the slightest. You're not kidding. Does, you're not kidding. That does sound weird, yeah. Okay, I really have to watch this now just to actually see what you described in in on screen and just kind of fill in the blanks of why. <laughs> so that's happening. Okay. He's going. Yeah, on. that's that's a unique premise that uh Fred. Come on, buddy. Go. I think that's the kind of thing if you did, if you weren't prepared for that in advance, that would kind of catch you a bit off guard. You think you're like trying to go to chair. <laughs> Fred, come on. Well, go. Apparently Upstairs. Fred still wants to stay. We have, we have technical dog difficulties. That's right? <laughs> so weird. Why did you yeah. touch All right. him? He wants to stay here. Yeah. No, he that. was going until you touched him. I didn't. I mean, he's probably really helping our numbers right now. Can you please look <laughs> yeah. at that guy? Uh, he's adorable. He's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, quick um, straw poll in chat. Who wants the dog to stay? Uh, the only one person is going to respond. That's going to happen. Uh, so let's move towards live action then really quick. I have one more. I have no, the... we'll go back to anime. Oh, okay. So we're talking about Iron Man now? No, he's not a mech. He's a man in a yeah. suit. Yeah, well, I guess it's a good question. Is, it, is at what point does something qualify as a mech or mecha versus just armored suit? I mean... Like, do we give a nod to the power armor from the Fallout series? Does that count? The Ironmonger armor, because it was ridiculous. <laughs> the giant... Um, the shit that the North Koreans came up with in Iron, uh, Iron Man 2, where it just killed everyone. That actually looked like... Uh, let, me, let me go through your flashcards here. Um... <laughs> There was one that looked like it. Probably the uh, Atlas, be my guess. You know, that had the shoulder pods, though. That's what I'm looking for. Oh. Uh, more like this, but smaller. Gotcha. I, I just had to reference your flashcards. It'd, it'd probably be the Timberwolf, be the one you're thinking of. The man comes prepared. Yeah, well, you know, if you're going to talk, if you're going to talk robots, we're going to talk about fighting, and you got to come prepared and know the armories and know how things are going to fight in battle. Just focusing on that one. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, Timberwolf. 
I didn't want to bring up like I didn't want to bring up the actual scene that he used because he actually explains what he classifies it as in Iron Man Two during a courtroom scene. It's yeah. a high tech prosthetic. Thank you. I could not remember for the life of me exactly how he said. It. I knew it was high tech. I couldn't remember that's prosthetic. Mm-hmm. It actually says it's a high tech. It's a high tech prosthetic. That that's it. That's the best. That's the most ample way he can explain it. It's not a mecha. It's not a mech suit. It's not a weapon even. Because they were trying to yell it as a, as, a, as the Iron Man weapon, the high tech. Well, what about crystal. War Machine? Oh, they they up the fucking ammo <laughs> quantity on that one a lot. Because that's Justin Hammer. Yeah. So I, I, I mean. How did that mother-in-law but, work out for you? But let's. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if the Iron it's Man called the ex-wife. Is a prosthetic, then I it, thought it was the mother-in-law. No, it was the ex-wife. Yeah. Well, like most people, I don't remember much from that movie. Mm-hmm. I just watched it. I, I'm going through, like, I think I'm in the middle of it? Yeah, no, I'm in the middle of it right now. Uh, I, I, I'm watching all the MCU all over again. Uh, but the uh, one I wanted to talk about, because I know people wanted to bring it up, was Pacific Rim. Mm. Oh, yeah. The Jaegers. The, the Jaegers. Uh, Do we have any Jaegers to drink? I should have came more prepared The most this. dumbest awesome movie of all time. Yeah, which is, like, a lot of questions about that one. We need two people so it doesn't psychologically break you. What? <laughs> And then you have the Asian team with three. But they do get the extra hand. If two is good, three is better. That's my philosophy with horsepower. Exactly. <laughs> or giant robots. Or anything, really. Yeah. Well, you have you, 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 you have the freaking link. Join the Discord, Tony. Join the conversation. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, the, it was, it was, hold on, it was a, it was, I can't say it was a good, like, film, because script was weird, and acting was off because he couldn't know. figure he couldn't figure out an accent to keep um back then, when charlie hunnam was still a thing and that, that, that that speech was pretty epic oh it was the best well, that was as, idris elba that man yeah. as, <laughs> as honest trailer says it please it, be the next james bond idris let, let's go ahead and just quote some honest trailer quick so we get this out of the way let's put let's apa format honest trailer for a couple things because i 100 agree with what they said um they brought up the fact that uh that was the best presidential speech since Independence Day. Since. Yes. Right. Yes. No, it was not better then. It was the best since Independence Day. Agreed. Because Independence Day is still fucking phenomenal. Let's just get that out of the... That, that, that's just amazing. They uh, probably blasted that out on the ship so you can kind of just like... Ah, oh, sorry. Whenever you get your microphone working, Tony, let me know. Uh, but that was really good. But then, like, the, the CGI in that thing was amazing. It was like, It was very good. good. And then... My favorite, like, it it was, and then like you, they're like, oh, we have the Eggers coming out of the rift. It's like, oh, why don't we? Like, we gotta throw a bomb down there. I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you just sit down there? And when they come out, you cut off their heads. Would have been probably as effective. Um, Not Ron, as interesting to watch. No, but Ron Perlman put on a fantastic performance. As Ron Perlman does. Oh, Ron Perlman doesn't usually screw that up. Uh, he it, it was just a good like it was a good family like I would call it a family friendly movie like it was great. Um, well, it, your selling point is giant robots fighting. That's some kaiju, some well, monsters. Yeah, exactly, it, it was everything your fifteen year old self wanted out of a film. Right. I, I mean, going back to to robot jocks, I just remember that being a what little I remember of it being terrible, and when I saw Pacific Rim. The reveal trailers and all that. I thought, there's this is probably not going to be good from a filmmaking perspective, 
But then, really, does it need to be? You've got the main elements. Giant monsters, robots fighting. That's a, that's a winning combination. When you cover that, then really, you get a lot of leeway for the rest of the script. And it still managed to pull something off. Mm-hmm. I have a, a massive love of that movie. Because I, I have mentioned to Bruce before, there were uh, a few movies that I got to see with my father right before he died. Because we would leave his chemo treatment and go to the movie theater. Because he still wanted to be like, I am going out and doing things. The last two movies I saw with my father was Pacific Rim and Iron Man 3. Pacific Rim, the memory is a lot brighter. <laughs> you, you are not allowed to do the horrible movie tournament with Pacific Rim or with uh with not Pacific with uh Iron Man three because you're like I remember and I liked it. Nostalgia doesn't count. No, okay? I, I know, but to see a man who my father was not really into anything that I was of the giant robot fighting thing, to see him get out want to get out of his wheelchair. He attempted. He did not succeed, sadly. But I'm like fuck yes 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 in the movie theater. Made me love that movie forever because there are scenes in that movie where it's just hilarious. It's just over the top action, and then it like breaks down to something hysterical, like fist goes through wall, He's ready to go, and then man. knocks the little like ding 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 balls. I forget yeah. what the hell they're called. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, but no, that that movie is great. It did a very good service for people who have been wanting a live action robot movie for years, and we've only gotten things like Robot Jacks. Um, not saying it's terrible, but I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> Come on, Mecha Godzilla was great. Mecha Godzilla in a lot of things was good. Uh, I'm not even going to touch on the Mecha Godzilla in Ready Player One, but that's that's a rant for an entire different evening. Ready Player One was not a Mecha movie. We don't talk about that. There were Gundams in it. There was a Gundam still in it. There was supposed to be goddamn more if you read the books. <laughs> Uh, the silence is due to dog, by yeah, the way. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, what else do we got here? What else did we want? Because we'll get Pacific Rim, and then what did we think? Uh, who here actually saw the Power Rangers film? The newest one? Yes, the live action. I enjoyed yes. it. Great. Uh, neither one of you two, obviously, as they sip a beer and sit quietly next yep. to the dog. Nope, I don't see many movies. Um, <laughs> as he sips his alcohol. What did you think of the Megazord at that point? You know, I went into that movie expecting nothing. And it's exactly what you got. I got. I expected it to be a lot shittier than I was. I was pleasantly surprised at the fact that I was able to watch the entire movie because I expected it to be trash. You know, it it wasn't my type of robot fight, especially because Mm. Pacific Rim set the standard pretty good for that in live-action fights. And even Pacific Rim 2 for its many, many, many... Many flaws. I never saw Pacific Rim 2. Tony, welcome to the cast. Still had good robot fighting, so. <laughs> Sounds, uh, like a Sounds like a Yeah, guy. thankfully, uh, I've been living the last 20 years of my life off rye whiskey and unfiltered cigarettes. What can I say? <laughs> it's, it's like a grizzled old private investigator, 20 years off the job. But it's just you, but in reality, he's just you, but bald. Uh, right, basically. No, luckily, Scotch is a uh, fantastic you, cough syrup. If, so. if that description is accurate, I feel bad for you. <laughs> Except uh, I'm not sure. 
Uh, so, but let's finish that up. I never saw Pacific Rim 2, and, um... It, it's worth a watch if you don't pay for it. And then, um, we were, <laughs> as you were talking about, like, um... Like you, that, 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 that giant robot, like, I did never want to see a giant robot, like, moonwalk or, like, dance like that. So, Power just kind of let me down at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh... So I don't know. Like, it was a decent. Like it took forever to get to that point, though. Well, it's, and once again, in the anime, to get to that point, that makes sense. Yeah. To get to the giant robots takes to the last thirty minutes of the episode, but uh, like that movie, you wanted more giant before that. Considering like all of us are around the age where we grew up seeing the Power Rangers with like the most metal guitar intro ever, and <laughs> we got a lot of robot in that. And then you the mean the Power goes, Ranger opening that's literally ripped from Metallica? Pretty much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a good rip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was entertaining. And I, I knew of that before I knew of Metallica. And then, like, the portals of hell opened and I discovered metal. As so. most kids. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, you don't, you don't have many, like, six-year-olds that are big Metallica fans. Well, now you do because <laughs> their music is made for toddlers. But... That's a topic for another cast. That's a topic for they a had, dip. They had to catch up Lars Ulrich, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> Lars had to grow up to, into the 60s. All right, we're not doing that. <laughs> you have to throttle me on music, because that's where I get really fucking douchey. So. We already did our social commentary episode last time. That was, that was the, my, my, my BS, my, 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 my social commentary episode was last time. I get one every two months. Okay? <laughs> this one is fun in games. Because if we're going to talk about giant robot fights really quick, uh, my daughter used to watch, and I'd be right beside her, Batman Brave and the Bold. And there's one episode that had a mech fight with Batman in it, and it had my favorite line of all time. Now, if you, um, I forgot exactly which villain that was, but it had a uh, woman... Who had a man's voice? It was pretty much a dude. It was a dude who's a crossdresser. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking uh, about. He had like a grizzled beard, big thing, and he's like, and he had like the deep voice. Just was like, a, you a big what? A chiseled beard and a big chest. Okay, uh, okay. You, you wouldn't said a big thing, and it's like you wouldn't hit a he woman. He wasn't looking at and, you. Ba- and Batman, who was being voiced at the time by uh, the guy from Dietrich Drew Carey. Bader. Thank you from Drew Carey show. Uh, she go, it looks at him and goes, "You wouldn't hit a lady, would you?" And has my favorite line ever. The hammer of justice is unisex, and then punches it, punches it square in the face. I, I have seen that clip, and it is hilarious. It just makes me. Honestly, for me, with that show, honestly, the the my favorite thing is watching him and Catwoman interact with one other hero. There, like, wait, are you two actually flirting? Wait, you two are honestly flirting right now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> the scene ends with him holding Catwoman's number. Well, no. <laughs> Uh, but um, that was just a funny mech thing because they, they bring giant robots into different cartoons and things like that. And because everyone likes Megas giant XLR. Robots. It was. Uh, so you wanted to talk about Catholic Gundam? <laughs> Go ahead. So I did a little, I did a little research on this, and I was I was slightly off. Um, <clears throat> but so Escaflone uh. dealt with a girl from Earth who was pulled into the world of Gaia. Which was alternate dimension that was created from the combined wishes of the inhabitants of Atlantis as it sunk into the ocean. So for all of my D&D players out there, basically Atlanteans are Kuwatoa and can just imagine whatever they want into reality. Um, 
but they use the mech Escaflone to fight off the Zybak Empire and their attempts to take over Gaia and the 100 different countries of Gaia. But of all these 100 countries, the fate rests on like a moody, stereotypical anime prince, a girl who's a fortune teller from an alternate dimension, and one really, really big looking paladin mecha. <laughs> and that is Escaflone. All right. Wait, didn't and... she get there by actually dying on Earth? If I remember correctly in Escaflone, the thing turned into a dragon and he rode it by standing on top of it to travel. And then yeah. went into it to fight in its, like, night form. Oh, my God. It's right. the White Ranger. Yeah. Well, Pretty much. Yeah. Except he didn't have things covering his face. So when he played the flute, it actually would have made noise. I said um, white, not I said white, not green. Ah, fuck. I fucked myself right there. So. Well, there was the one episode where Tommy jumped into the Dragon's Sword, But, you know, that's whatever. I mean, all it would have taken was, like, 10,000 putties. He would have been nothing. But that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, I love this cast. Everything is, that's another conversation. Look at there. And I, I sit around here and I wonder what we're going to talk about this week. Well, I should listen to these things more often and just go back to these conversations. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. We're throwing you out fucking topics here, oh. man. <laughs> yeah. We always forget because, you know, by the end of this cast, we're... We're inebriated. Okay, if we're talking about, like, giant things, we're talking about mechas in general. Um, I don't know if I could qualify it, but it would work. Has anyone here besides me played White Knight Chronicles? Yes. All right. Yes. Okay, good. I have two of you, and that's all that matters. You gave me the game. I did give you the game. I never finished two, because two got really complicated to get through. My moment back here. Now, Now, White Knight Chronicles, I can't remember the premise of it, but it was really funny, is you made an NP... You made yourself, okay? You made your character... But for once, you were not the main focus. You were that random guy in the background who was actually supposed to be making an alcohol deposit with another guy. And that guy is the main person. And then you just kind of are there. So you get to watch all this amazing things happen. Now, what happens is, uh, like, you were talking about, like, a be- we talked about a belt before, right? Give an example. One of, there's multiple knights. Now, one of the knights, he literally just, be pulls out a shield and a sword and he turns into a giant like knight like a robot knight effectively but then there's the weird one that's the dragon one where he takes a freaking belt and he slaps it around his waist and it bites itself and he turns into a giant robot effectively like there's not giant robots there's giant knights but you are the suit you know and everything else is still like a foot tall on the screen compared to you and it was just like we're talking about the classification of mecha like that i feel like you never you as the main character because you're controlling yourself you never actually get to see what it's like to control one from the inside even though you made you made you know yourself don you don't ever get these badass powers like you're watching like the other main character play it so it's like that was just a really cool game where you get really fun like giant robot giant like night things and you get screwed so, Bruce, on that subject... Which one? Uh, Getting screwed? Well, well, uh, that's, I mean, but that's... We'll save that for another conversation. <laughs> um, that's for hour six. Yeah. After everybody's sufficiently inebriated. Correct. That's, that's when you're um, tired of turning into noble butter. Right. <laughs> you're right. But people in, like, a video game like you're talking about and going into giant robots, what about Xenogears? Oh, I, I haven't jumped to Xenogear yet, but please regale yeah. us. 
Oh, um, this is where I could have used Kyle because he's just finished playing Xenogear. Yeah, and I haven't gone through it in a while, but it's essentially Wu Fei from Gundam Wing on acid going through Sigmund's Freud book of psychology. <laughs> okay, so I'm on board at this point. Yeah, it's a fun game. You would really, really dig this. Hold on. The most fun part about it was the fact that they ran out of money halfway through making it, so the lack. Last half of like the second disc is nothing but like dialogue and then boss fight and then dialogue and then boss fight. <laughs> Get love and chicken. I mean, there's chicken. worse ah, ways to on, end buddy. a game. I know you want to. I know you're trying for it. There it is. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Especially when we're talking giant robots and really, what do you want to do with a giant robot? You want to fight with it. So if you're giving me an entire disc full of I'll fights, start playing it. I'm yeah, <laughs> but you have to build up a meter of like, or you have to buy fuel. To pilot your giant robot, and otherwise your characters fight outside of their giant robots with the power of martial arts and belief. <laughs> what are they, it sounds like uh, G Gundam right now. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah, actually. Fred, Fred just realized you moved the chicken. Yeah, <laughs> he's no longer happy. Oh, what uh, he wants? He was trying to sneak over this. This is a fun podcast. Like people are listening to me, like there's a dog a in this. Dog. I need to start watching the stream. This is why. Yeah, this is why you have right, to come watch. On, buddy. We're going. Just listen. But then you have to look at us, so it's really it's a mixed bag. Um, yeah, we're the, the, the majority dogs. of this crowd is not much to look at, including myself. So right. I'm working on it. Comic Island's workouts. We're working on that too. Right. Um, God, I'm trying to think of like what like, what games do I have that are like that are giant mechs as well? Well, we we did uh, just touch on briefly Armored Core earlier. Armored Core? That that that's a game that I wish would come back. But they 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 got the Gundam Maker models that kind of like that 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 does all of that now. You know, like. The Gundam Maker mobile game is not bad. Well, no, I'm oh, saying the gu Gundam Breaker game. Yeah, gu Gundam Breaker that Chris yeah. has is, is is fun as hell. Like that's a seventy five dollar game you have to buy from freaking like a con or something to find. Go to the GameStop. Yeah, there was no the first one we got from. No, a con. yeah, the first one was uh, Gundam Breaker three. Yeah, that was the one we found that was really hard to find, yeah. and you get to make your own Gundam at that point. I I'm pulling up the one I play on my phone right now if it'll load. <laughs> this one, I mean, it's a mobile Bruce, game. Continue, please. If we can get some classic streaming going, I have a copy of Gundam Wing Battle Assault for the PS1. Oh, wow. fuck yes. I am on board. That is Holy awesome. Crap. I used God. to play that, and I, I would pay a lot of money for that, honestly. I paid. Hold on. I think it still has the price tag on it. <laughs> Here you go, Chris. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. If I'm going like that, that's been popping up on my feed a lot. Cause it, it's fun. I enjoy it. I think I paid 16 bucks. If I was looking for a freaking bucks, sixteen. Oh, sixteen. Oh, sixteen is too much. Uh, I got a two. It should play it. So, um, but here's my thing. Yeah. If I was looking for a game, I wanted to start like classic one, streaming two, on again. Oh, yeah. It's Legend two, three, of Legaya. And then I definitely want to go find Legend of Dragoon on Steam and start that. Um, yeah. But let's see here. Uh, I loved the old. Uh, my first mega like video game mm. was uh, for Gundam. Uh, before I actually joined the Navy with Armored Corps, uh, was actually uh, mobile the Mobile Suit Gundam game that came out for Dreamcast. Yes, I remember that game. <laughs> Here was my problem. I didn't... Uh, I played it with uh, Danny Lake, and uh, God rest that man's soul. Mm -hmm. He's been dead for a couple... Like, God, like 10 years now, it feels like. Uh, good guy. Wholesome family. Um, 
I had bought a Dreamcast. My parents had bought me a Dreamcast, and uh, I brought it over to his house. And this is right when memory cards had become a thing. Now, if you remember, memory cards weren't a thing. So, like, it was a disc, and I had, like, no idea what the hell needed to be a, needed a memory card for. So we started the game one day, then we turned it off. I'm like, well, come back. And, like, we turned it <laughs> off, came back, nothing was there. It's like, you have no memory card. And we're like, what the hell is this? Then we realized that I didn't own a memory card, and I didn't know where to get one from at the time, because GameStops weren't exactly... A thing. Uh, a thing. Game crazy was. Uh, game crazy was. But uh, I didn't Electronics know. Electronics boutique. I didn't want to spend EB a whole lot. Circuit City. Um, so I. Walmart. So we ended up actually. Fuck Walmart. To, I'm a union guy. To beat the game. I agree. To beat the game. <laughs> we uh, we left the game on. We left the system on. <laughs> for like four days straight. I, just to beat it. I did the same thing when I first got a PS2. And the first game that I had rented and started playing i told myself i knew i didn't have a memory card I said don't get too involved in this going tomorrow to the store to pick up the memory card and i ended up playing it for about four hours straight <laughs> and you got too addicted yeah yeah and i tried calling up my next door neighbor a good friend of mine and like hey dude i i gotta save my game here please let me borrow your memory card just let me put one save file on it i will give the thing back to you we'll transfer it Tomorrow I will get a memory card, and he wouldn't do it. What a prick! He wouldn't let me borrow the memory card, so I, I had to leave the system running for sixteen hours just to not lose all that progress. And I still remember the game was Kessen. Oh, okay. That's oh. why. Yeah, oh. it's like I'm oh. not losing that progress. No, we were talking about Armored yeah, Core. Getting to the game point, I'm about oh. ready for my next rant. I was talking about Armored Core, dude. I talked about Armored Core. Yeah. I don't know if you joined in. <laughs> It was you and me, like with uh, Cooper and Shu and everybody mm-hmm. else on the mess deck, uh, like playing Armored Core Raven, and we uh, they unlocked all the stuff you needed, and you had a tournament. You picked a partner, you'd create a mech, and they had a bracket, and it was like me and him, and it, <laughs> we won because he had this giant stupid tank, and I picked the most overpowered weapon, and I would go hide in or something, which was a cluster missile. It would fly out, explode out, but when you were done with an item, you could jettison it to Curse reduce your weight. Hmm? So I would Curse drop it off, and I would go out there, and my character's name was Sasuke, <laughs> and I would literally just like fly as fast as I could and just stab somebody in the chest. While he's sitting there as a freaking mobile tank that they just can't kill, and he's just blowing everybody up. Now, I should specify my tank was actually a bipedal core designed to look like Wing Gundam that had almost maxed out health, but moved almost as fast as Bruce's mech. <laughs> it was it was really stupid. So they would be chasing him around, but they couldn't see me because I had like such high boosters and they would be fighting him. I'd be like, I don't know how to, pr- I didn't really, because they own the game. So I just sort of run up behind people and just as they're trying to kill him and catch him, I just stab him in the back with a sword and run away like, I'm a rogue. And that was the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was, it, but that game is, is exciting. That's what set the grounds for Gundam Breaker and things like that. Um, was Armored Core, but it obviously never made enough money to stay around, sure. unfortunately. Well, um, it got bought by Sega, and then they kind of... We don't talk about Sega. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm assuming, uh, since Bully here says we're talking about games, he's got his next topic, we're going to be moving on to Metal Gear really quick. Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, uh, one of my favorites. I, mm. I have loved that series. 
Um, I am one of the few people who knew of the Metal Gear series before Metal Gear Solid yep. came out. Uh-huh. Played it on the Nintendo. Oh, yeah. It was one of those. We I had a very local video store for those people. Guess what's snacks? Go ahead. Oh. I thought you were pointing at me like I was doing something. No, we snacks. Got, <laughs> we got chicken. I, I we got pretzels. We got cashews. Some vanilla well, wafers. Well, anyway. Y'all got chicken? Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, genuinely do. <clears throat> It's fucking Chris, delicious, Chris by the way. So, yeah, we got Leroy right here. He's got his chicken. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got chicken. Right. This is my, by the way, this guy right here is my original WoW buddy. He, when I was getting, when I was in the, my wife won't watch, my ex-wife won't watch this. When I was in the middle of getting a divorce, I was put on suicide watch, but I was never told about it. So he stayed at my house, and for an entire weekend, from start to finish, we, we played Burning Crusade. Just with a warlock and a paladin soloing things we should not be soloing yeah. while playing Guitar Hero and Naruto Ultimate or Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm to the point where people got scared because he took my PlayStation and went and played Ultimate Ninja Storm. And I would walk into the barracks, and as soon as I walked up to the thing, he'd be like, nope, and put down the controller because he didn't want to fight me. So the next person goes, I'll fight him. And he goes, your funeral. And I wasted him in like three seconds, and everyone just started laughing at the guy in the barracks. And I just walked out. (laughs) So what I'm hearing is when it comes time for us to do our WoW Classic podcast, we got to... Oh, yeah, this guy, this definitely. You're on, you're on, uh, you got WoW Classic, right, buddy? Um, I'll probably be downloading it. I've got a friend that was going to make a guild uh, called the Mutang Clan. So my plan, this, yes. love it. yeah, my plan was to make a Fury Spectral Warrior named Redmond. Nice. Wow. Um, make, sure you, make sure you get on uh, our realm, Harad. Yep. See what I can do. No, 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 super you, overpopulated, but we're yeah, but you're, you're gonna be with us because I'm gonna be streaming the whole thing. Like opening night, I'll be streaming with like these guys. Yeah, we're gonna be doing a lot of uh, cross streaming, group streaming, that sort of thing. My yeah, computer and working order. I got some of us work. Dude, motherfucker, I still got Lothian rolling. Okay, while, so I'm out. All right, so this is this is the big robot. This is the big robot. Oh, we got Me and Bryce want to get. You can sit back there and build something cool while they they. No, no, we're done. We're done. We're Metal Gear. We got. We're we're gonna Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah, Metal Gear. So. Anyway, I will set the scene for my, my Metal Gear experience. I, I was given a PlayStation 1 for Christmas. After playing the original games, but you know, at that age, you don't really get into it. So I get that, I and then I get Metal Wild Gear Solid and the demo disc that comes no, with like the PS1. Any, oh, yeah. So I pop that Metal Gear in. For the next two days straight, I played Metal Gear. My dad was slightly concerned and alarmed, but he couldn't stop watching it either because it's goddamn Metal Gear, and it's like watching a very good action movie while you're playing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Even with back then when Solid Snake's face was like 8 pixels, or 16 <laughs> pixels in the first PlayStation. But, oh yeah, so I played through it. I've been a huge fan forever. Played almost all of the games except for Survive, because we don't talk about that. And um, I actually own a... Gundam style model of Metal Gear Rex and I am a massive massive fan of the series including to which when you got to play Guns of the Patriots and you actually climb in Metal Gear Rex when I got to that point in the game I seriously started cheering in my living room going <laughs> fuck yes finally right well I mean, <clears throat> getting to pilot it and then whoop the shit out of Metal Gear Ray highlight of my gaming life I, I remember <laughs> just being very much looking forward to the Rex reveal when they talked about a railgun 
Because when you start talking railgun, I'm on board. By the way, I'm available for consultation. If you have the money, I'll make that shit happen. Yeah. A railgun? Yes. Yeah, rail okay, I figure as much. <laughs> uh, preliminary pricing, why I haven't built one, is about $22,000 for a simple one. Oh, is that all? Yeah. That's, all right, it. So that's, yeah, it. that's, that's it, Tony. Yeah, you know, you, you get more accuracy than a light 50, so. Yeah, listen, if you've got some neighbors that have been really causing you problems, then... My oh, my We're actual goal to go. is to shoot a beer from my house to my buddy Chuck's house, which is about a mile away, with a railgun and just say heads up on a radio and just catcher's mitt beer with railgun. We is have it, the well, batteries. I have the technology. It's just a matter of laziness and money. Well, then all, all we need then is the bipedal robot to attach, attach to it, right? I figure if I make the railgun, someone will fund me to build the robot. All right, let's... um. We're, about an hour? we're going off on a tangent. No, no, we're fine. I'm going with tangents. We're about an hour and 40 minutes into this thing. Mm. I, I want to run. All? Yeah, that's all. Uh, which are three hour casts are <laughs> just as like, it's just for this thing here. It's like. Uh, There's a lot of passion in this subject. There's a lot of there info is. flowing around here. Let seriously. me go ahead and ask everybody if you could pilot. Now, as everyone knows, everyone's favorite is. Um, like, what do you think the most practical two date robot that we've spoken about actually is? Now, now, define practicality. Do you mean for battlefield utilization? Do you mean for anime-style fighting? I mean... No, no, no. Because no, there's a serious difference in this, there. In the, you know I'm saying? In this day and age, like right now in your daily life, what do you think the most practical... Like, uh, if you're going to go do something, like, which one would you prefer? Because I'm leaning towards whatever Don brought at this point. Do you want, do you want my flashcards? No, thank you. you want you want to look through and see what catches your eye? I mean, uh, which one do you think we're... <laughs> I, I would have to say we're closest to building, like, one of those. Like, um, there's no way we're going to get, like, any of the magical, crazy ones. Gear and Logon's way out of the fucking... Yeah. <laughs> That's just magic. Most, the... of those, most of those, I don't know how they stand. <laughs> if, you, if, if you guys actually do watch it, uh, you'll understand what I mean. Because even the big ones are 90% a head and then they have just limbs <laughs> attached to them it's essentially if you just uh there's some marvel character that looks like this or dc Modoc. or something there yes yeah <laughs> where it's just a big head little arms yeah that that's how the bigger ones are in fact they they attach to a gunship we that work in it's literally a well, battleship that walks on two legs yeah. Okay, so let me let me let me try this again. If you could have any one of these mechs for your mm. daily life, which one would it be? Strike freedom. There we go. Chris starts it off. That's what I'm talking about. Take advantage. All right. Strike you can freedom. bitch slap a motherfucker with some awesome wings, and you can fly. I can fly. Awesome wings. Superior gunfire, and I got two swords. So you're just going for straight violence at this point. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Raise your hand if you're shocked. And they can't see us, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, oh, I wasn't supposed to. Do. You're shocked at yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's shocked that he took over the conversation. Yeah. Shocked that I went first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't shocked that he went first, no. but. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry. I got I'm sorry, Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Two drums and a cymbal fall off the table. But I'm... 
<laughs> you never said, you never said what order, <laughs> though. Sorry? You never said what order. Two drums and a cymbal fell off. Well, you never said what order they fell off in. I didn't specify until I got to the sound effects. Tony, what about you? If you could have any any form of mech in this world, what would it be? Um, I think I would probably have to go with like the Epion from the ability to cut an entire space station orbital weapons platform in half with one strike. Yes. Oh fuck yeah. that! No, turn into a dragon. That is it a... fills your fantasy. And... It fills all your fantasy dreams at that point. And. It also had a version of the Zero system, which was pulled later, of course, for the mobile dolls. But which yeah. I brought up. Anyway. Yet. Yep, exactly. I mean, it did have the Zero system, so it was like really almost the perfect suit. It just, it just had a really, like, for some reason it had more of a traumatic pilot than Wing Zero, and that's really hard to do. Really right, I mean... Trey's Marquis was, or not Trey's, like, uh, No, it was Zex who piloted it. Zex, Zex. Zex Marquis. Trey's built it. Trey's Kushinada built it. Zex Marquis was a little I fucked up in there. I was a guy who was, a, who was an antagonist that wasn't an antagonist. But, but you're saying he had a he had a harder backstory than Hero did because yeah. he found out that he was a peace craft. He's like, I love war! You're a peace craft. Shit! <laughs> no, he knew the whole time he was a peace craft. No, no, he found out later. No, no, he, he knew the aware. whole time. No, I thought, I thought he found yeah, out later. he was aware. No, it was Raylena that found out she was Peacecraft. Oh, my bad. I thought it was he who found out he was a Peacecraft. Yeah, no. it was Hero's Waffle who found out that she was a yeah. Peacecraft. <laughs> His Waffle! I love that you mean Ketra? His, his waifu. No, no, that's the one that can never get it. Never gonna oh, get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. All right, Don? Well, I've got to go back to my favorite. That's the Timberwolf. The Mad the Cat. Tech. Mech Warrior series, or the Mad Cat, depending on which clan uh, you're representing. <laughs> the Wu-Tang. Yes, yeah. The Wu-Tang clan definitely refers to them as Mad Cats. <laughs> uh, well, and, and as a quick aside, the reason it's known as a Mad Cat is because opposing clans saw it on the battlefield and described it as a combination of the Marauder, which was shortened to M-A-D as its classification, uh, and the Catapult. So, Mad Cat combination, they call it the Mad Cat. Oh. But officially, it's the Timberwolf. I think it's the most balanced fighting mech you're going to find. Uh, it's got, as I said before, it's got some long standoff range with missile pods. It's got medium range with the lasers. It's got anti-infantry and small unit defense with up-close machine guns. It looks awesome. I mean, just, just looking at those shoulder rocket pods, that's a nice setup. Very balanced thing. Heavy armor, but still pretty quick. The only thing it's lacking in its standard variation are jump jets, but I believe there are variations. If you dump some of the, if you dump the shoulder pods, you can fit some jump jets on there too. Chad, if you guys are still around, you're not just ghosting me. Go ahead and like type in what you guys think here. Also, if you're listening to the podcast, please come to our Facebook page and tell us which ones you would have, and tell us about ones that we may have missed. What about, what about you, bully? Oh, I'm going full Metal Gear Rex on this one. As much as I would love the Zero for all of its psychosis and utterly unbelievable firepower that it has, if we're going to talk practical applications on the battlefield, the Metal Gear Rex is the shit unless you have a ninja with a plasma cannon attached to its arm attacking you, and then basically Kurt Russell 
with a Stinger missile launcher going after yeah. you. Plus, can we not forget the fact that Metal Gear Rex actually has a cock fucking plasma laser. <laughs> if you come too close to that, it just goes, and will slice you. Well, and let's also not forget that of all of the mechs we've mentioned, that's the one with nuclear weapons. Exactly. You can Undetectable launch right. nuclear weapons. That Rex was my second choice. Rex is always the first choice. Strike freedom's power by nuclear oh. power. Okay, Powered but can can I be the one to say this because I have very strong feelings Please. towards Metal Gear Rex because I love the Metal Gear series like I do. I mean, I, I feel like I'm part of the minority that loved Phantom Pain. I can feel your bones. I enjoyed Phantom Pain a great but... deal. <laughs> Wait, can we can we back up a second? Wait, uh, an army dude just told you he felt your bone here, Tony. <laughs> not the, the first internet. time. That's impressive. Not the first time. <laughs> so, anyway, my problem with this is Metal Gear Solid is a terrible mech game. It Your is... hardest boss isn't even the mech. It's the asthmatic, floating, like, disabled person that you fight halfway through. I didn't no, find him that challenging. All you gotta do is put your controller in the other slot. Yeah. It's the same thing when Once your girlfriend's you upset around that time of the month. You just right. put it in the other port. Right, exactly. Right. I, no, I just, now maybe this is me just not... When you see the guy in all leather with a gas mask, you should know to go for the other port. Sure. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, see, and that's where I went wrong with my whole military game. career. I, I distinctly <laughs> that's remember why I never got promoted. To, I distinctly remember being able to beat that fight without uh. doing the controller port switch. Now, you, someone will correct me, I'm sure, and tell me that's impossible. And then no, it, it can be it. done, but... It's I'm, just really hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the first time I beat that Psycho Mantis fight. I didn't use the controller port switch. Well, aren't you just the cool kid? I like to think so. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. Um, hey, I'm the, coolest, of, I'm the coolest kid in my mirror at home, all right? None of us are the cool kid, no. and that is why we are here. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely sad. I don't know if we uh, should actually say he wasn't the cool kid. Well, I mean, if you look at life right now, we are technically the cool kids, because we get to yell at people and tell them they're stupid for what they think. Yeah, work doesn't like that when I do that. Oh, I get <laughs> I get to do that all the time at work. It's amazing. Yeah, well, we are the coolest I, kids in this basement. Well, most of us are. I'm the coolest kid in the school! No, we're not. I know. I got this beer. <laughs> well, you bird. Everything we've talked about tonight, which mech would you want? Uh, Jaguar Zoid. Why? Props for Zoids. Right. They, wow. It had the best... In the game, it had the best guns you could attach to it. So it did the most damage, and it had the... It had higher speed, so it went first, and it had better evasion than most of the other Zoids. <laughs> so it didn't get hit as much. So he had high initiative. Yeah, <laughs> and, and very nimble. Uh, see, this is a lot of this is making sense for why you choose it. Mm, makes sense. You got some dexterity to it. And exactly. I like the color options you could paint it. Oh, it's pretty. I liked the color options you could go for with it. As when it comes in, baby girl pink. You know, bird loves it. Oh. <laughs> I like the black one. <laughs> Can we see raise your it? raise your hand if you're surprised? Oh, uh, let's see here. I raise a beer. I've been thinking about that, and I'm trying to think about this whole time. I have to go with. <laughs> The bat, the bat mech from uh, 
the Batman Brave and the Bold. Why? Because that some bitch was also his car. So, <laughs> hey, there's some merit in that. I get an awesome car that Bullhammer gets to work on, and I get a mech in the long run. Right. There you go. And that, if your car turns into a transformer, I will work on that bitch for free. <laughs> oh shit! That goes for everyone listening too. All right. If you get me a car that actually will transform into a giant robot, you get free service for life. Because I've been trying. And he's to not help. just talking about fixing your radiator. He'll, nope. he'll <laughs> definitely go for. <laughs> he'll definitely touch your tubes. He'll give you a free lube job. Work the tailpipe. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I'll go in through the tailpipe and fix the engine. I'll be that proctologist. <laughs> I need point... an adult. <laughs> I am an adult. No, you're not. <laughs> well, and, oh, my God. I think Kyle took... Nope. The Team Four Star reference is still up. The bar's up there. I got to put a dollar in at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to my cast. We uh, we used to have somebody who used to do that a lot. So it's up there. And now you have to pay pal me a dollar so I can put it in the bucket. I owe you nothing. <laughs> we have hey, a t- I know how we can settle this. Giant robot fight. Giant robot fight. To the garage. To the garage? That's where the weightlifting is at. The bat bot versus no, Epion? Garage. That's where the toys are. Six weeks. You bring your robot, we'll bring ours. <laughs> oh, jeez. How about I just bring a bottle of bourbon? That works, I'll too. take it. Come to my New Year's party. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, but other than that, uh, does anybody have anything else they want to tack on? Uh, I have the almost mecha anime shoot that I would like to throw in there. That was like surprise awesomeness, which is Outlaw Star. Ooh. Oh, spaceships. Holy fuck, they got arms. Oh, <laughs> fuck, they're punching each other. This is cool as fuck. Outlaw Star was not surprisingly cool. That shit was just cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, Let's I'm just great. get that out of the fucking It's so cool yeah. I actually used it as a gamer tag name. Yes, I, you I, do. I plan on doing a Gene Starwin cosplay at one point in my life. You talked about that in your garage. That was awesome. Like, I mean, Outlaw Star is a fucking phenomenal story. I have enough scars to pull it off, so. Yeah. I mean, I say go for it. I mean, it's a fantastic freaking story. Uh, it was really fun, especially with the weird engine girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that got a little awkward. She wasn't the oh, engine. Yeah. She was the navigation system. Then they were Cortana. definitely yeah, lost. Yeah, I was about to say Cortana. Yeah. Yeah. She was. He he tried to bone his fucking GPS system. Like Master. But haven't doesn't? we? Haven't we all? Right. Yeah. Eh, not really. The only woman that talks to me these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's your own fault. Yeah. Well, that in my Google Home, but she's getting, you know, very cold shoulder lately. <laughs> getting pissy where she not on Alexa. In the words of Steel Panther, you need to lower the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he has, and that's the problem. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's all my insults for this evening, right. I think. Anybody else want to check anything on here? Before we I, I do want to give a special mention. I mentioned it earlier at, towards the start of the show. I want to mention it again. Another show that I highly recommend, and I need to go back and give it a rewatch because it's been 20 years. Um, but Exo Squad, if you like robot fighting, but more like powered suits, and an anime that's way more mature than it had any business being, very very dark at times, uh, very adult themed show that didn't really try and play down too much to a child audience, even though it really was focused around merchandise, they made a great show out of that. It's not talked about a lot. Not many people are familiar with it, or not enough, I don't think. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. I'm going to give it a rewatch soon. Uh, it, 
very, very well done show. Very cool stuff. Definitely, definitely make it a check out. I'm going to say... This is our last word, so let's go. I'm going to say that I'm I'm so happy that we've been able to go through a giant robot podcast without at once mentioning Transformers. And that shows the character of this room. Actually, he, uh, Tony mentioned at the very beginning, but when it came to talking about merchandise, mm-hmm. I'm mad that we went through this whole time without mentioning Beetleborgs and their giant Zoids. <laughs> well, Boy, that's Bruce, their... leave your own house. Yeah. No, it's my house. I freaking that's love why Beetleborgs. You said leave your own at the same house. point, I'm not going anywhere. I love Behan. I love Beetleborgs. Let's get that out of the fucking uh, way. Beetleborgs is good, but no, 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 no. You shut the fuck up. That was awesome. Beetleborgs. Was I a- have watched no. <laughs> I have watched no. I have watched no. I have watched every season of Power Rangers to date, and went back and rewatched VR Troopers. And I went into two episodes of Beetleborgs on Netflix and went, "No, nah, this isn't for me." You also, you all, hold on, you also live in North Dakota, so that's your fucking problem. What about that? Should tell you. That should tell you how terrible Beetleborgs is. Like oh. I look at two things a year: snow and prairie. And, and if you live in North Dakota and think something is too boring for you, holy fuck, it <laughs> yeah, is bad. No, 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 no. He lives in North Dakota and actually likes staying there. That's his poor I used choices. to live in Wyoming. There's not a lot of options for entertainment. If no. In Garfield, Wyoming doesn't exist. Oh, it does. They just have one area code. The only good thing to come out of that state was my hearse. There you go. So. Only thing to come in that state was you. Oh, and, oh. And, and whatever her name was. Right. Uh, so Unfortunately, no. Yes. I just oh, I just got my ass stuck, whooped in that you state you too much. Stuck around long enough for her to finish? No, stuck enough for him to finish. Right. Uh, but, so go ahead. Uh, I got no response. To that. <laughs> you shut me up for once. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Uh, last final words. Back <laughs> to, video to listen game. to this shit. Right. <laughs> Uh, doubling back to video games real quick, I honestly did enjoy the uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam series. Although, and it was fun. They they was really fun. I liked the conversions of that metaverse and how they did it. Yeah, I'm still using it. Word. No, no. As, as long as you, as long as you loved hack and slash games, yes, it was phenomenal. Yeah, that was, was the thing. You have but, to like hack and slash games. And, and we grew up on fucking uh, on Dynasty Warriors in general. So that was just fun to add robots to that theory mm-hmm. was amazing. Now, if only they can rebring back that series, but add the aspects of the uh, Gundam Breaker where you can create your own Gundam. That that would make for that mobile game, game is super fun for building your own Gunpla. The mechanics once you do it are. <laughs> Berg. I'd be very much down for an anime review of Gurren Lagann. I don't know. I know you would, and that will happen in our future. With what you've described, I will just bring beer and we can watch it. I've asked you for that for Overlord. So, <laughs> yeah. Tony, any final words for this that. podcast? Yeah. Um, all I got is uh, I just wanted to say thank you for letting me jump in halfway through your episode here and uh, give what little value I possibly could to this group. You provide um, more value than me. You have as much value as any one of us. And all while suffering through the Black Plague or whatever you've got. Yeah, Yeah, right. Stick stick on Um, the line before we're done here. Yeah. The the only thing that I have, and this can just be a simple yes or no, I don't think it requires a lot of debate. Um, But is the Hulkbuster armor technically a mecha? No. 
but I will say the God Killer armor version four that came from Mars is. I'll allow it. I can agree to that. Newest. I'm gonna disagree. I'm gonna say the whole history counts. <laughs> no, the newest. Uh, the newest version literally brought newest. Uh, I have the comic and it's amazing. Um, they, they were fighting the Celestials, and literally he goes, "I'm calling it down." It's like, "What are you calling down?" Everyone goes, "What the fuck is that?" And literally he <laughs> called down a giant armor the size of a Celestial. If you know what that is, that's like a hundred, like like, like fucking huge. I don't know. I don't got the fucking measurements. It's a giant Iron Man armor. Now that was a mecha. Sounds like a mobile armor. And that's yeah. something else I want to talk about at that point. It was like literally Ghost Rider. Uh, Captain America went, you are the Ghost Rider. Your car, because this was uh, Javier Reyes. Uh, not Javier Reyes. Uh, was there Javier Reyes? No, that was Blue Beetle. He was the one who had the charger. That was Blue Beetle, the right? Yeah, right? yeah Jaime, Jaime, Jaime Reyes Jaime, is Blue Beetle there, bud. You're mixing, yeah. you're mixing your mellow and your chill. I do that a lot, but which one? Who's the new Ghost Rider? I can't remember his name. Uh, Danny was something. There's another Mexican guy, and I, I feel horrible for not. I feel mixed up his names. I can't remember. Uh, Captain America told him, "You are much more than your car." So he hopped inside of a dead celestial's like head, and then took over that and became a god. Okay, see that's definitely a mecha. Like <laughs> that's like so those mechas like those two are on par with me at that point. That was pretty cool. Like that to me that is. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a fucking fantastic question. You got to come back for our Marvel conversations, which if you haven't watched The Boys yet, Tony, I want to invite you to watch The Boys on Amazon and come back. Just and... watch The Fucking Boys. It's yeah, well, I planned on just watching it this weekend if I can plow through. I picked up the complete series Gargoyles uh, last weekend, so kind of I wish you that right now. But... Does, does the Gargoyles come with the fucking uh, the drunk episode? Like, uh, oh, my pretty... God, I got drunk and killed sure. my friend because I shot him. Just think so. The one where Lexington gets drunk and accidentally shoots Brooklyn. Yes. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. That, uh, but that, go, that show, that show. Uh, I love that show. That show was it fantastic. But we're not going to talk about that right now. That's a topic no. for another cast. Add it to the list. That's, <laughs> that's like six months down the line. Rolling. <laughs> sure. I need a rolling. I need someone who's sober to start writing this shit down. Right. No, um, you just need to listen to our podcast sober, which I know it's a lot of time out of your day. So It really is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, come back and I'll talk to you when we want to talk about like things like that. And I'll also get you involved in our horrible movie tournament. Um, <laughs> oh, I've got... I've got ammunition. No, no, no. no, no. We on. have the horrible movies. You just gotta defend yours oh, and why God. it was the worse. Part okay. is watching the movie. I'm that really is really is it. Um, we, we we love doing that part. Um, I guess uh, I'll end up with that one. So I want to do the um, I want to do the anime movie club or the anime club again, and I wanted to bring up something that everyone could love and everyone that does love and anyone I've ever shown it to actually does enjoy, and come back in a month because in less than in about a month and a half season four comes out it is my hero academia um we we didn't really get a chance to throw that in here on the last one and uh, i just want to tack that in at the end it, go on hulu if you have hulu go watch it and if you have other ways of watching it find your illegal ways i'm not going to promote them in any which way shape or form um but i will say go watch them bullheimer you have something to say yes um you mentioned my hero um bruce showed me two fights from this entire series. And then I came back to him three days later and said, I, I, I've watched all of it. And he goes, what? 
No, no, no. I was like, wow. He, he, he was, messaging, work, me. He was I, messaging me at work, telling me he was watching like where he's at. He said at work. and I work for the government. I have some free time occasionally. You know what it was like, Tony. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yes, I, I highly recommend it. It but, is a very but, good But that'll series. be the thing. I want to do an entire episode just on that before the next season comes out, which means I get to watch it all again because Bird here has not finished season three yet. And I understand we, we talked about it, but we will get... We will go through it, you and me, okay? We, we, we will work through it, buddy. I'm here for you. Apparently it's a uh, problem. Uh, but we will. But <laughs> I want to talk about that. And like, even if Don wants to come over and watch it with us at some point, it, it's a fantastic series. Uh, I don't know how many people are actually going to get to this here. So they'll be really confused when I bring it up. So I'm going to put it on the fucking Facebook page as well. Like, and That's assuming most of the audience hasn't seen it yet. Even if they have, go back and rewatch it. It is such a fantastic series. It's one of the family, like with my family, with me, Ryan, and Kayla. It's what introduced my daughter to weekly episodic episodes. And it was a, a series, excuse me, which was amazing. Because she sat down, she's like, next one, next one. And I'm like, there is no next one. What do you mean? I'm like, Netflix has ruined you. That's what I mean. <laughs> and uh, she, she goes, what do you mean? I'm like, the next one doesn't come out until next week. She goes, Why? I'm like, because they're still making it. That's how TV works. That's how TVs works. And she goes, you had to wait till a specific time? I'm like, yes, <laughs> child. And she goes, wow. Spoiled with these full season dumps on uh, fact, Netflix. I know. Yeah, I didn't oh, child, to watch come sit next to your father, and I will tell you the days of Blockbuster video. But I, <laughs> remember, my daughter's 11, so she's now getting I didn't getting even get to the Blockbuster. I got the Midtown video, our local <laughs> video operation. Hollywood, what's good? Yeah. Um, they had three locations. You know how hard it was to get a game there? They had one copy between three goddamn stores. I never saw Hollywood after that, but um, I will say the mechs are amazing. If, if you love just giant ridiculousness, please go back and get them. Um... But for the next cast, we will I will have Kyle back as well, and anybody who's watched The Boys and wants to come on and talk, uh, I'll have Tony back, and if he can, at the same time, I at least uh, need we two probably days won't do it next boys. Friday. We won't, probably won't do it next Friday. Probably next oh, Thursday, if anything. Uh, Friday, I have a giant party. Woo. So uh, for the people that are watching this on the cast, uh, they're watching this live. This will be next Thursday, the uh, 29th. And then for people who are listening to this on uh, Google Play and iTunes, whenever the hell they want to, um, and we'll talk about we'll be talking about the boys and where the MCU goes next after what's going on with Spider Man. Um, Homeless for everyone here. This is Bruce Warchifur and Chris, the Mecca Enforcer Fast Guess. And, and I guess here I can say here I, I, I will go ahead and say just go down the line and just introduce yourselves one more time. Just, uh, just say your name, Chris. Danielson, Andrew Bullheimer, Hammer, whatever the fuck you want to call me. The Bully Hammer. You're the bully. The bully or the hammer. The Bully Hammer. Yeah. Yeah, the Bully Hammer. Uh, and myself, uh, Don Connus Macaluso, also on uh, Twitch and Twitter at Connus Smash. I thought there was a R there. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, Tony, I want to thank you again for everything. Yep. Thanks for letting me come in and talk with all you guys. Tony Good time. Free. Tony Freed, uh, Tony Freed, everyone from North Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> and we will see you guys next time. If you need a deal on a wood chipper, let me know. <laughs> Mega Force activate. <laughs>